Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 76 of Video Game Apocalypse. As always, I'm your host, Michael Raparas. With me in the kitchen studio are... Christopher Antista. And... Tyler Wild And... And Lewis. Hooray. We've got a full compliment here. Unfortunately, it's it's a very sad week. Yeah. Uh, at Video Game Apocalypse and throughout the world... Uh, We've had somebody who spent the last few decades uh, trying to convince us that the world is a wonderful place <laughs> suddenly remind us that it's a terrible and uh, unfeeling one. Or reminding us that he failed. Uh, or, or he gave up. He mm, gave up on the mission. I don't know. I don't know. I, there's, there's too many depressing angles for me it, to tackle this. It really is. I mean, and, it's, it's incredibly depressing news. Robin mm. Williams is dead of an apparent suicide. Yeah. And, yeah, it's it's really sad. We're all we're all sad. We're all getting maudlin on the social medias. Uh, I but I I still like that. Not me. I'm tweeting about cat names. Oh, that's that I think would be funny. Well, I bravo. always tend to stay out of these things. I admire your fortitude. I've, I've kept off of Twitter because that just opens up to a lot of sanctimonious horseshit. That there I is a, there is a like a lot of sanctimonious stuff. Yeah, I, I wrote I wrote a way too long article about it on Laser Time that I kind of wish I didn't. It's mm-hmm. just one of those things that like I wish I had a live journal mm-hmm. where I I'm glad I got the thoughts out but I don't really think anybody needs to read it it's too it's a big bummer hmm. it's a big I don't know why it was it so I, I learned the news went back to work and an hour later couldn't really work and that doesn't like like Kurt Cobain's death in 1994 bothered me but I was fucking mm-hmm. I was a teenager yeah who liked Nirvana of course it bothered you no, this is this is like Michael Jackson dying but somehow worse because it's 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 this beloved comic actor who who took his own life yeah it's worse. and he he's an institution like the idea that yeah. he would do this is sort of unfathomable but it's it's, it's his age it's mm-hmm. the nature of his death cuz yeah. Lauren Bacall died today yeah nobody cares true. she was 89 yeah, exactly and not that we don't care it's just that like yeah she was 89 yeah like, she, well, she yeah was, it wasn't tragic she doesn't she wasn't still in things every week and Coming I mean, on talk shows. It's sad, but it's not. Yeah, life yeah. took her. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yes, at 90 years old. It happens. It happens. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just a profound bummer for me. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't honestly know why. I think it's strange for this particular area because mm-hmm. if you live in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. chances are you knew Robin Williams or you, your family yeah. did. Yeah, or, or something. you knew somebody who had run into him. I, I went to a, a the Best Buy in yeah. Marin City a few months ago and it was closing down. Mm-hmm. And like it was one of the, the cashiers like just struck up a conversation with me and like he said like, yeah, Robin Williams was in here. He, he comes in here all the time and it's all stripped down. Like we, we took out all the video games. He's like, hey, where the fuck are my games? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, oh. sorry. We had to get rid of that section. It's like, where the fuck am I going to go now? Am I going to go all the way up to San Rafael? That's ridiculous. And it was, it was fascinating to hear. Like I read it. There's a Reddit AMA popped up where he's talking about the games he plays. And mm-hmm. he was surprisingly current. Uh, there's yeah. a, we have a clip well, of I, I, I tweeted that clip uh, of him from Jimmy Fallon, mm-hmm. where he's talking about he loves Call of Duty. Yeah, Portal. And, yeah, Portal. Um, mm-hmm. Named his daughter Zelda. Yeah, and his son Cody, which he says is final based, fight. Yeah, for real. He he didn't. He he said Zelda is based on Princess Zelda, and my son Cody is based on another game character. It's like I can only think of one game character, and that's Cody yeah. from Final Fight. Uh, and and. Uh, Cody, his son was born in '92, and Final Fight came mm. out in '89. So, and you said one out of our photos a decent movie. 
Oh, no, I said it's an okay movie. Well, they just there's a scene in there I never saw. It's like, yeah, look at Robin Williams inserted this scene, and it's a conversation with a kid in the store about Neon Genesis Evangelion. Mm. Wow. Because he was a huge fan of that and, like, Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> he played a lot of World of Warcraft, yeah. too. Yeah, the, the point of all crazy. this is that he's not just a extremely familiar celebrity mm-hmm. that a lot of us have come to unconsciously recognize as a friend just because yeah. of his sheer ubiquity. I think you could very much call him Uncle Robin. Yeah. But he's also one of us. Yeah. He's, he's yes, a gamer. There you go. He's a geek. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it, yeah. That's I don't know. It's just sad. It, yeah. it, so there is a there is a point to all this uh, mm. in as regards our show, in that we very hastily cobbled together mm-hmm. a tribute to because Robin Williams is not only a player of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also been in a lot of movies that have had themes made out of them. Very important distinction. It is a very important <laughs> distinction. He's he's only been in like one of these. I th- think we narrowed it down to one. There's one yeah. actual Robin Williams appearance. Yeah, and it's like the least expected one. Like, really? And he the, did it for this? Yep. And the least exciting. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's start off at the top with... Number five. I'm Robin Williams, and I want to open up to you a question and answer about the new movie, Toys. Yes. What the hell am I going to do? Come on down. See Toys. I don't understand. Well, it's like Toys in the Hood. (laughs) You behave like a buffoon. Thank you. Yes. Do you duplicate alone? That's kind of a personal question. Uh, How do you do that? I'm not going to show you, because I want you to see the movie. That's a... Toys. That that marketing scheme... I I just watched an episode of The Simpsons, and the... uh, the film festival Springfield one with Jay Sherman on it, mm-hmm. and the Mr. Burns trailer is a parody of the Toys trailer with yeah. Mr. Burns standing in a. It's just like this lost reference oh, yeah, that's in this yeah. great episode of the Him, Yeah, Robin Williams just standing out in the field in this weird outfit. Yeah, for like for for about a year, nobody knew what the movie Toys yeah. was. The trailer was Robin Williams ad libbing in a grassy field and alone. If you've seen that movie, it's. it's like I think the the how did this get made episode mm-hmm. that other podcast about it was like. It was fascinating because this is a movie that's sort of undigestible. I like. I kind of love it. I it it's really hard to make heads or tails of. It's and really watching bizarre. it. It's just how did th- how did this get made in Hollywood? Yeah, it makes no goddamn it's, sense. I think it was on the strength of was it Barry Levinson? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think and so. and he he was coming off a lot of good hits, and he had a good partnership with Robin Williams. And mm-hmm. who, who? How could you go wrong? Have any of you seen Toys? I've never seen it, and I've never played the game. Have you ever ever heard of Toys? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's. I don't know. It's super bizarre. It's an incredibly bizarre movie. It's shot in like a Dr. Seuss toy factory. Yeah. With a general obsessed with using video games to train children to become soldiers taking over his brother's factory and Robin William yeah. <laughs> emboldening a, a sea of, of classic robot toys to fight back. And, and there's, there's a bunch of just really surreal scenes that have no bearing on yep. anything. They're like sitting on a couch with virtual reality. There's a room that shrinks for some reason. Mm-hmm. Nothing's ever really explained. It's very surreal. It would be avant-garde if it wasn't so mainstream yeah. and so expensive. Of, of course, you're looking at this. You, you're making this movie. You're a producer. And what's the first thought? That you have for merchandising. Mm-hmm. That's right. I need a game made out of this for 16-bit game systems. Is this Ocean? I don't think it was Ocean. Seems like a very Ocean thing. It, it might be, but mm-hmm. it's this really. If you've played it, it's this bizarre, like isometric thing where Robin Williams is walking around, and your default weapon is an elephant mask that shoots peanuts. <laughs> And then you can get like bowling uh, balls and rolling elephants, and you have to go 
and shut down elephant shaped. There's a lot of elephants in this, like elephant shaped cameras with water guns. There's a lot like of elephants in the movie. Carnival, yeah, I guess the so. movie ends with a shot of a flying elephant. But it is, it is just the creepiest. <laughs> Dumbo. I wish. Is it Dumbo? I wish I was. But there are a lot of elephants in this movie. <laughs> That's true. But it, toys is like the creepiest game to look at mm. because you have all these. I guess you call them assets from the movies, like these weird heads that were on top of the conveyor yes, belt, which yes. appear as like digitized, 3D rendered looking sprites, but they're just awful. Yeah, they kind of look like a mixture of like you know one of those little squeeze dolls that bugs out when yes. you squeeze oh. it. Yes, slash one of those things but with if, an like, open one mouth of those that you was fuck. Melted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's. I'm sorry. One of those things with a mouth. Yeah, thing. one of those yeah, things with the face uh, that you fuck. An inflatable fuck doll. A little bit, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, with like a tongue hanging. I don't need the whole doll. I just oh. the face is fine. Yeah, <laughs> but Robin Williams's character is a Leslie Zevo, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. He looks like some bizarre Frankenstein monster. Like he's wearing a big plastic suit with oversized hands. He has a really stiff robotic walk, and when he dies, mm-hmm. a hole just opens up in the floor, and he gets sucked into it. Well, it's, it's, I and guess it's, that's similar to the theme of the because the movie makes it seem like the toy factory hmm. is Hogwarts. Hmm. No, no, with Kinda, secrets yeah. known well, only to Rob. There's it, a Shark Tank in the in it, the movie. It has its own rules of reality mm-hmm. that don't apply to the rest of the world. But yeah, it, the, if I'm if I'm describing, if my description of him falling down a hole sounds at all whimsical, I'm not describing it right because there's something <laughs> intrinsically horrifying about it. Like this whole rapidly opens up in the floor that is exactly the right width to suck him in and he just sort of falls down into it and yeah. it's just like yeah it's like watching the wicked witch of the west melt or something no toys and no oh toys. it's just a very very weird game and like the last level kind of throws out all the gameplay and it's like a side scroller where you latch onto a biplane and you have to crash through a skyscraper window and then the last Jesus. shot is of Leslie Zevo standing triumphantly over his uncle's body or something like that. It's his uncle is a military man. Yes. It's a very strange movie that I that I thoroughly recommend. I think I would recommend it second most hmm. of the games on this list. I mean, it's definitely worth sitting through because you know everybody should watch bizarre cinema every once in a yeah. while. But it's I wouldn't say it's good by any stretch it's just, of the it's, imagination. It's big budget, surreal '90s horseshit. I don't know. Like I can't even think of like a big budget movie failure that happens anymore with like two years of yeah. marketing leading up to it and like this was definitely one of those well I just watched a really shitty surreal movie which one Transformers it's called Under Her Skin or something Under, Under, the, skin. Under the Skin Under the Skin fuck Scarlett that Joh- movie Scarlett Johansson movie fuck that movie really I yeah. heard things about it I didn't get it I fell asleep for 20 minutes and felt like I didn't miss anything was this on a plane no uh but the good only good part of that movie hmm. is she is fully nude for about a third of the movie Scarlett wow. Johansson yeah Fully nude. We full can see her nude? Everything. Damn. Really? Hair pie? No, I think she shaved. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to use the Revenge of the Nerds reference. But oh, okay. fuck uh, that movie. <laughs> fuck oh, that it movie. made me so angry to watch just because it ends so abruptly and fucking nothing is explained. And there's a house that eats people. And oh, there are beautiful. aliens or mm. monsters or people ripping their skin off. And nothing is ever explained a lot of people getting kidnapped some weird dong and I don't get it it was horrible <laughs> well, I did not like I'm it I'm glad she got naked for such an ambitious failure Ugh. I, you know what the perfect antidote is then? toys watch the little true. toys that's true and Robin it's, it's kind of like this weird point in Robin Williams' career where it's like he's 
I can't tell if he's good or really, really broad in it. Like he, yeah. he kind of seems to be mugging for the kids. Yes, but it's not a kids movie. No, and it's in that he's a kind of an awkward man child. Yeah, and uh, and is LL Cool J his brother? Uh, that sounds about <laughs> right. Yeah, Joan Cusack is his sister, and also a robot. This movie is great. I, I cannot recommend seeing it enough. I just tried. This movie to, seems like a bad dream. It it is. Kind of is it very yeah. much was. Uh, it's it's it's. But I, like a bad dream, you don't mind. But it's having. like there are bad movies. Most bad movies are forgettable, and toys isn't. And one of the coolest things about it, related to games, in the movie, the officer has made this military game, mm-hmm. and most of the time when Hollywood would make games, it would be like fucking uh, like Dr. Cat's Squiggle Vision or like something that's clearly not an. In- and like this was very convincing mm-hmm. to where for. Leading up, like when the after the movie came out, game magazines were speculating if that was an actual. We saw an actual prototype of a real game, and whether that game would come to fruition because it looked really good uh-huh. at the time. And it's the sort of thing that was totally plausible in the mm-hmm. '90s before we knew jack about shit. Yes, yes. Yeah, we like, saw oh, one man. movie. We saw one movie. One game un- unveiled in the Wizard. And we thought anything was possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> it could happened. Be, could be all around us. That license plate number five C L. Half-Life That's 3? That's it. That's it. <laughs> I wish that a game would get revealed that way now. Like, me too. Just mm-hmm. like the first time you ever see it is in a big budget movie. I would love to see That'd that. That'd be pretty badass. Maybe uh, maybe you should slip the next Assassin's it Creed into the Assassin's Creed And give the time frame of like you got that concept footage ready to have people excited. Mm-hmm. Have people excited. Ooh. The time you're ready to make an announcement. You can pretend the character is playing a cinematic trailer that you're going to reveal the game with. Probably. But... By the time any of the like, given the development process, that would just not work because assets are never ready that far. In sure, advance. they are. <laughs> Your first trailer. No. 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 Every, every now and then, a no. game is announced and comes out almost immediately. It's rare, but yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to say before we move on, mm-hmm. uh, I really would have liked to have done like top five best games yes. made out of Robin Williams movies. Unfortunately, there are not five really good there games. There are barely five. There are a couple on this list, I promise you. We're not just going to trash the man's legacy. No. But it's hard to look at toys and come away like, hey, yeah, this was great, right? It, I still, I think it's interesting. It is. I think it it's is. an interesting movie. There Again, there are bad... There but you're talking about the movie. Th- I the am. Not, oh, the, game? the movie and the game are oh, both... Who the fuck cares about the game? Like, <laughs> Well, that's sort of what this that's is about. That's what this yeah, is. But yeah, but not really. But it is. It's, we're talking about Robin Williams here. That's well, that's the point. And like, the, the game is a creepy monstrosity. Yes. Well, and, uh, the movie is in a good way, too. People have said that about me, Michael. Yeah, yes. <laughs> exactly. It's the... it's the, Yes. Toys but, but the Anne the Lewis game, of games and In the case of the game, it's not... like that. That's imaginative. I'll give it that. But mm-hmm. it's really ugly and weird. Yes. And, yeah, Again, it's, it's not Michael, come way. on. No, nobody says this about you. Yeah, but I would say, that one guy who could draw elephants really well wouldn't exactly. agree. That's true. Exactly. That he guy, was like, hey, this finally gave my elephant drawings the exposure <laughs> they deserve and now I'm going to expose myself to a bunch of kids. Everybody at AnimeCon <laughs> laughed at me. They laughed at me! Now nobody's laughing <laughs> at my elephants. Money now? <laughs> I went to a barbecue at Robin Williams' house. Mm-hmm. Alright, we're just, you know what happened. Number four. Anyway. Number four. Yay! Now that's what I call a major malfunction. <laughs> oh, shit. I almost moved that this would be stricken from the from the record <laughs> it should barely count yeah because uh, what is this movie everybody Chris you know what it is I do let's see if these two can get it sorry I wasn't mm. listening what 
what movie is this? <laughs> it's the one prerequisite. Yeah, play it again. Now that's what I call a major malfunction. <laughs> it's the one where that guy says major malfunction. Yeah. Oh, well, you're both Full wrong. Full Metal Jacket? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's this one. Robots. It's Fanny! Why is she called Aunt Fanny? Couldn't call her Aunt Booty. Whoa! <laughs> huh. Jokes. I thought this movie what, looked insipid. What movie is it's this? It's called Robots. It's yeah, from 2005. Right uh, from oh, the that was the name of, of the movie. Age. It's called Robots, starring Ewan McGregor as a robot. It is It is completely mm-hmm. forgotten. What's the, what's I did look? not see that. I've never seen it. Yeah, nobody has. And nobody that's what, has. Yeah. And like we went looking. Robin Williams is in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I went a through. a character named Fender. I went through at least fucking five shitty Let's Play videos looking for his character, and his character is very deliberately not in the game at all. He is, he just doesn't have a speaking role, and here's... You have to find his head. This is why. Hey, little buddy, you got your foot back. How about helping Fender find his head? Bring it back here once you found it. That's Harlan so Williams, that I believe. Is definitely, definitely not Robin Williams. No, no it's Harlan Williams. That's somebody else. His brother. T- telling you <laughs> why Fender can't talk, and it's because he's missing his head. You have to go find it. So that's like a big goal. Yeah, he's shown briefly in muted cutscenes, but it's. Mm-hmm. Unlike, Apparently, he loses his head in the movie too, because well, he like, loses part. Part. If you just watch the trailer, there's movie footage of his disembodied head. All the screen. gags in the trailer are him losing parts of his body. Mm-hmm. Get it, Tiki? Um, yeah. But ha, it, ha, it, it was what I. It looked fucking insipid when I saw it because it was like primarily marketed like a Robin Williams mm-hmm. performance, which I think in 05 is part of the reason I feel so bad about his suicide. Is that we were all tired of Robin Williams and didn't care yeah. anymore, yeah, uh, and didn't want to see true. that happen again. And that, but apparently the movie got mostly positive reviews, did well, and then it's disappeared from existence. Mm. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's on like the 18th page of a Google search for robots, <laughs> probably. So yeah, it didn't give it the best Google yeah, search, searchable was, name. It was, I think, I think the only one that gave me more trouble in searching for it was Toys because it kept returning Toy Story on Super Nintendo. Robin Williams was. He was SEO defiant to the bitter end. Mm-hmm. Like that's all. That's mm-hmm. that's exactly what he was about. The ever the prankster. But yeah, robots. The game looks. I mean, you're playing as Ewan McGregor's character, whose name I don't know. Um, it it looks Clamp a lot it. like cl- sure. Nice. It looks well, a lot like Ratchet and, and Clank. That's fine. That's that, those are the comic relief. They're, they're, they're two jive-talking robots. Uh, Go on, with Jamaican Michael. Accents. I'm sorry. Uh, it, lo- it looks a lot like Ratchet and Clank. It's it's very similar. 3D, go around, Strangely smash pretty. up robots, collect mm. bolts or whatever. Boring license horseshit. Yeah. Which, yeah, is, it's, of, which is why we'd it, like... It was not well-reviewed. Mm-hmm. Unlike the movie, apparently. And that's robots. Really honoring his life and work. What? We just said it had to be about games, didn't we? I could sit up yeah. here all day and talk about the glory that is Popeye. But that mm-hmm. Nintendo game has nothing to do with the Robert Sadly, Altman movie. That would be pretty cool if it did. If it like did, if they yeah. had a digitized Robin Williams face. Oh, you know Jesus. what? That game is what it is, and that's all it is. <laughs> that's all it can. It's, all it's it can the ever best be. game ever. It's the best game ever. Number three. Whoa! What? Who are you? Oh, Peter! Don't you remember me? I'm Tink. Come on! Let's go! Hurry! That sounds like me when I'm trying to do yep. a really high-pitched voice. <laughs> In the Christmas special. Yeah. Oh! There it is again! <laughs> oh, right. So what is this, Chris, since you uh, captured it? It's Hook. It's Hook. It, it's, it's not... It's God not damn it, I love this Specifically the Sega CD version. It's, yeah, it's now, the special Sega CD version. Is this the same as the Super Nintendo version? The graphics are almost identical. Wow. Uh, they have... They have cut scenes from the movie, that's air quotes, because this is on Sega CD, so it's like... 
uh, 0.5 frame a second uh, highly digital, like mosaic footage from the movie, and it's barely in there. But it does have voice acting and uh, the mu- the actual music from the movie. And I know Hook, I hate Hook. What? I, yeah, I know, I know. I watched it almost yeah, it every day when I was no, a kid I know. for about every, a year. Every, anybody who's five years younger than me and less susceptible, like more susceptible to garbage, watched it a lot. But I, I even had to go validate it. Like, I really Hook don't like garbage. It's Hook pretty bad, man. No, it's, it's pretty bad. It's a really good movie. I saw the most excellent uh, Rufio and Tink cosplayers at, at SDCC. The look of the movie they I like. They were wonderful. The next, the next clip has Rufio in it. Well, actually, uh, I wanted to compare that clip we just yeah. heard. Let's hear it, listen again to his voice. Whoa! What? <laughs> Who are you? That's Robin Williams, according to Sega mm-hmm. CD. Meanwhile, this is Robin Williams from the movie. Rufio, if I'm a maggot burger, why don't you just eat me? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, the, it came from Sony ImageSoft, which yeah. has a... Yeah, interesting Before history. Before Sony really started making games in earnest yeah. on their own platform. It's, but that's Hook came out like right before the dawn of the PlayStation, and Sony mm-hmm. had a publishing wing, and this is one of those uh, localized games from Japan, and that's largely what Sony did. Sony yeah. ImageSoft did, and they eventually were folded into Sony Computer Entertainment of America, and, and basically they became 989 Studios eventually. Oh, wow. Um, but that, 989, the sports studio. That game, yeah. the, the style of it, like the... Made, the Made in Japan game based mm-hmm. on an American movie is something I really miss. Like, yes, I used to see yes. that with Willow yes. and a bunch of other things. And this is actually kind of fun. Yeah. Like, and and what's, what's neat about it is that I guess Peter is magically transformed into Peter Pan. Like there's no it's, training montage where he becomes no, fit again. No, in fact, I believe it's the same properties every Incredible Hulk game has yeah. used that you're... Yeah, and if if you die, you suddenly turn into uh, fat, fat street clothes Peter Pan. <laughs> is that Peter Pan is svelte as fuck and couldn't be further from Robin Williams, and then when mm-hmm. you get hit enough, you become a fat slob. Mm-hmm. That it looks more like Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a very pretty game. Great music, even uh, mm-hmm. in the non Sega CD version. Like really good music, beautiful sprites. Yeah, we can hear we can hear a little bit more. From it, the Sega this is CD if you version. this is the. St- uh, stunted Japanese dialogue, All right. probably read by somebody in Tokyo who just happened to speak English. It's terrible, but you will hear Rufio, and I think the Rufio in the the, the game is mm-hmm. is distinguished by being a better voice, better actor than the actual Rufio, who is terrible. Also, you could never name a character Rufio in movies these days. Mm-hmm. No, no. Why? Just because the Rufio aspect? Yes. Yeah. That's <laughs> anyway. Listen up, lost boys. Even though he's fat and old, this is Peter Pan! Hook took his kids, and he's come back to save them. Did I mention this Would is excruciating? Please. It's extra long, too. I'll only help him if he's the real Peter. sounds kind of like Miss Piggy from I'm Muppet Babies. I'm not Peter Pan. Peter? I'm not Peter Pan. <laughs> Peter? It's <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait a minute. Just hold on. How can you believe he's Peter? That's Rufio. Look at him. This is Peter's sword. And now it's mine. That makes me the pan, not him. It's like a children's book. Jesus fucking Christ, it just keeps going. (laughs) 
It so. sounds like a bad theater production. When, yeah. Like, especially that one part where she sa- he says something. Peter! Peter! It sounds like he started his line too early and <laughs> she had to enter. Like, I've definitely well, done if that. You, this if you is actually Peter listen Pan's closely. Sword. It's, it's mine. It's not his. He doesn't have it. I I'm have the real, it. I, I'm the real Pan. For I am the Pan. Lex Luthor stole a dozen pies. He stole 12 <laughs> pies. <laughs> That's terrible. I mean, could, could, can you, like, rattle off in, in like two sentences what the plot of Hook is? Uh, he has to go get his kids back. And but he's then, Peter Pan all grown yeah. up. Yeah. Away adult from Peter Pan has he learns amnesia. How to fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, has to go back to Neverland to rescue with a his kids <laughs> and learn to be uh, a boy adventurer. I think we, we did, he stabs a sail. We did something something vaguely boring on Laser Time about which who, what characters are actually immortal, and Peter Pan is an immortal being mm-hmm. according to canon. Uh, but for some reason. Hook got to establish actual Peter Pan canon. It's accepted as part of the mythology that that Neverland needs Peter Pan to live. Huh. <laughs> that their their continuing I, existence are based I, on one another. I don't know if I would say it's accepted I Peter just, Pan mythology. I don't, look, I don't make Wikipedia rules. Yeah, but it's like, and by the way, speaking of Wikipedia, this is the third film on this list that is somewhere at the bottom of Wikipedia's disambiguation page. For the title <laughs> <of it. laughs> Toys, robots, and Hook, uh, Blues Traveler song. These are just these are common <laughs> also, nouns. Watching clips for, for to capture sound files from the movie, mm-hmm. like I remember this as being so much better, more lavish. Than, oh, I yeah. haven't seen this movie well, in I, about fifteen. I remember years. it as being really a really bad. good uh, exploration of an interesting premise, and then I watch it. And here's a clip of Peter Pan playing mm-hmm. basketball yeah. against the Lost Boys, and just like some really hokey wire, wire effects food. where he yeah. like does a somersault in midair in front of the the I basket. Don't remember that. It's like I feel like this is a rolled gold pretzel commercial <laughs> with uh, George it, Costanza. It, it does. It looks like a tubby guy in a first his first space shuttle mission. The flying scenes in that are not very good. I yeah. remember that the Lost Boys ate a bunch of imaginary. Food. That's yeah. that's the best it was scene like in the whole movie. The food fight. Yes, yeah. but the food fight is preceded by one of. The worst insult battles that I think I've ever heard. Ooh, let me hear it. Come on, review hit a mat. Mong Tong. Pinhead. Prison barber. Mother lover. Nearsighted gynecologist. In your face, camel cake. In your rear, cow derriere. Lion, crying, spine, prying, ultra pig. You loot, crude, rude, bag of pre-chewed food, dude. Bang a ring, baby. Bang-a-rang, I don't know. I kind of like nearsighted gynecologist. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great insult in a kid's movie. By the way. <laughs> Wouldn't that be perfectly fine, though? Yeah. A nearsighted gynecologist? I don't know. It's just funny. Doesn't nearsighted mean you see things that are up close? Why would you be looking at a vagina from across the room? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the only way I can. It means you gotta get your gynecologist. Uh, means you gotta get your face really close into vaginas. Get your nose breath on there. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm gonna call really uncomfortable. Everyone a. Lude, crude, rude, piece uh, of chewed, bag food, of dude. chewed up food, dude. Mm-hmm. Food, uh, that's dude. that I remember finding funny when I was nine, and and, and I did like the movie at the time. Well, it's, like the the initial insults he lobs at Rufio mm-hmm. are like you probably read at a fourth grade level, maybe <laughs> fifth grade. Like I think I said things like that when I was eight because I I was like eh, I'm wearing my intelligence on my sleeve and oh my god this is probably why I get bullied all the yes. time it's probably why you yes. get your books dumped, books dumped so I much don't know. I would say then it's a pretty accurate uh, film portrayal also, but he's supposed to be an adult he's 40 yeah, years old no, he's in that Peter scene Pan. specifically he's like He's the fat, uh, middle-aged Peter Pan, and he's being called on like, eh, you can't step to us, and he's just like 
pumping out the lamest insults like, oh, you're not very well behaved. He's well, Robin Williams. What is he Williams. supposed to say? You fucking idiot babies! Yeah, you're an adult. Level, level the swears at these kids. You <laughs> fucking <laughs> devastate them, He's man. an adult with the heart of a child because uh-huh. he's Robin Williams. Aww. And then he identifies. But this was his awakening, No, that was it? Jack. What? Jack. An adult that was with Jack. the heart of a child. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Also the mind of a child. Oh, man. The everything inside oh, of a child. Oh, my God. I thought his son is named Jack in the movie. I thought that's what you were talking about. Oh, oh no, no, You were talking no, about no. Francis no. Ford Coppola's Jack? Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the one where he's a, an adult five-year-old. Yeah. Like he a last... dies shortly after graduating college uh, or something. Again, a Francis Ford Coppola movie. It's fucking baffling. Mm. My goodness. We must move. We must move on. That's Hook, yes, ladies please. and gentlemen. But that's I, I, I want to say, if you love Hook, And we that's actually totally had good cool. things to say about that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, if you love Hook, that's fine. I, don't, I actually do not mean to slander Hook. I'm, it seems totally appropriate to have Probably affection for it. wouldn't be as good now, but man, I love that I think movie it, as for a me, kid. For me, I, I make sh- I've always made it a point to go back and revisit things I liked as a child, and that one I never do that. made me angry. Because like, this, this, is, this make, no, this is not good. That's why I'm mad at Hook. Because for, I did for like 10 years think it was great. <laughs> All right, now moving I can't on. Go back and watch it. Don't. Number two. Better catch up to him, muchacho. Any guesses? The fuck is that? No. That's his character Ramon from Happy Feet. Oh, specifically, god. this is the game adaptation for Happy Feet Two. Oh god! But he, he Happy plays... Feet. That's the one with the penguins. Yeah, right? the dancing. Yeah, penguins. the socialist I've tale with the penguins. I've seen the first one. Yeah. <laughs> I like those movies. Yeah, I've never seen them. Yeah, they're fun. I, I just There's Fox News picked up on a socialist propaganda, and I'm thought, man, yeah. dancing penguin. Wait, how screw. is that socialist? It's dude. You, you should just dancing penguin. I think I think it's the idea that like in the second movie, like we all need to work together to prevent the destruction of this uh, iceberg or glacier, or or, it's, or to cause the destruction of it. I can't remember. If I may but, use my Rush Limbaugh voice, all popular entertainment is responsible for why we're unpopular. Right. <laughs> to just today, Rush Limbaugh blamed uh, leftist activities and Robin Williams' suicide. It's astonishing. It is astonishing. What? It's not where we're going. Not where we're yeah. going. We're talking yeah. about Happy Feet. Elijah Wood. He's yes. the main Elijah voice. Wood, yes. Did he reprise his role in the game? Uh, I think he might have in the first game. Mm. But I, I don't know. I wasn't able to find any voice information about the second mm-hmm. game. Which He's is not a sequel game kind of guy. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Eh? He really? Was what reserved. else is he up to? Can I really just let him run away? You've got to show her where your heart is, Adamibo. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the same actor in the second game, but in the first game, that was Dan Castellanata <gasps> uh, doing a Robin Williams impression. <laughs> not, not the a first great one. time. Um, yeah, this is not the first time the voice of Homer has been brought into voice. That's true. But we'll uh, get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that later. Uh, so yeah, I've got... I've fuck got, Happy Feet. What do you mean, fuck Happy Hold Feet? Hold on, Fuck Happy Feet 2? How's that? Mm, I still like that. And movie. Happy Feet One can go screw. Yeah, there, it's nicer now. But the the games actually kind of make me want to play them, just because it's they're they're rhythm games, but there's like oh an boy. adventure platforming aspect to them. And I guess the the conflict, the battles are carried out via rhythm mini games. So it's like eh, it's potentially interesting. Well, I don't if know. There are actually any battles? That, well, I never saw the second one, but I don't remember <laughs> any battles in the first movie. But the first one I revere. There, there are it, dance battles, though, including one against a couple of leopard seals, which ends uh-huh. with this. Looks like they're having a cracking time. Eh? Eh? <laughs> is that the vo- wait? So, uh, Robin Williams is a. Hispanic gentleman and happy I, feet. I guess uh, he just has that. 
Her, that, her, that, 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 like, but there's a universal Robin Williams ethnic accent because I, mm. I just watched the clip from Baron Munchausen. Ooh, my pretty. Ooh, it's like, oh yeah, it's it's unplaceable. It has no ethnic background. Man, that movie was great. I love that fucking movie. That was, his his whole bit is like that giant space god was bizarre. He's king of the moon. Yeah, and when his head is attached, he can think freely, and, and was, he's free of his corporeal form. And as soon as his head goes back on his body, all he wants to do is fuck things. Yeah, it's great. It's such a good. <laughs> Movie. Such a great kids movie. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Terry Gilliam. Thank you, Terry Gilliam. Not king of the supermoon, though. What's the supermoon? Just the other night. We just had a supermoon. Oh, wait, somebody did tell me that. The biggest moon of 2014. Really? Yeah. If you had looked at it, I looked at it. It looked powers. like a moon. It, yeah, see, I don't know. I've, I don't often look at I've the moon. Officially, I don't know I if it was bigger than I try not to usual. look at the moon because it turns me into a werewolf. Exactly. It has effect on the tidal pools and uh, 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 can affect the emotional sanity yeah, of human beings. I, I don't approve of what it's doing to the limpet population. Exactly. We need to blow up the mood uh, now, today, yes. soon. Don't, don't let any monkeys ask us why we're doing it either. No. <laughs> We're all referencing Mr. Show in a Simpsons voice. Yeah. We are 90s dorks. <laughs> you are lewd. Crude, crude, rude, bag of pre-chewed food dudes. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. You do like Hook. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You've uncovered a closet fan. You know what? That's what I'm out. We didn't even mention what the excruciating part about Hook to me was always Dustin Hoffman. Really? Yeah, Dustin Hoffman in that movie. Hmm. Just, he's like a Batman villain. Yeah. He was Captain, Captain Hook. Hook. Oh. And Bob, well, the recently departed Bob Hoskins as Smee. Yeah. Oh, that was Bob Hoskins. Yeah, totally. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I want to see that movie again now. That's not the point. That was not my thesis. <laughs> no, you've convinced me. It's an amazing movie, Everybody Chris. see Popeye and World's Greatest Dead and Baron Munchausen. That's what you got to see. All right. World's Greatest Dead. World's That's Greatest Dead. One, no, so. actually, nope. Watch World's Greatest Dead a month from now. Do not watch it this close to what just happened. No. no. Do not. I okay. can't. I, ugh, don't read anything about the movie either. Because the fucking surprise is a blindside. All right. Mm. Well, I think you just ruined it for us. Did but, not. Um, speaking of uh, Homer, uh, Dan Castellaneta standing in for Robin Williams, we've got this. But if you can, it'd be great if you could go along with them and help Sora find Jasmine. Hmm. Sorry, Al. I'm done taking orders from others. But... A favor? Now that's entirely different. I guess I could give that a try. Just leave it to me! Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> that is from Kingdom Hearts. Well, this sound clip is from Kingdom Hearts, but that's only because the sound clip from Aladdin fucking sounds like this. <laughs> Never had a play like Oh man, I love you that fucking it. scene. So good. Never had a friend. Aladdin got quite a, like a, a few games that were noteworthy. Uh, yeah. The first two being on Genesis and Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Genesis was the one that had all the accolades heaped on it because it featured the work of actual Disney animators. Yeah. But you maintain, Chris, that the Super Nintendo one is better. If you play, if you play them as games now, like uh, the Genesis one is something like somebody on Newgrounds can make. Because it's just very easy to put in. You know, in that one, Aladdin has a sword, and in the Super Nintendo one, he's throwing apples, which are clearly an inferior weapon. But the, the weapon. platforming is insane. There's a lot of different things to do. I mean, the the one thing I do like about the Genesis Aladdin, um, and I had written about this with the Lion King recently, 
is that all licensed movie games are fucking boring and they go through the plot of the movie, but then occasionally somebody does one of the lavish musical numbers and makes a level out of it. Hmm. So there's a level where, like, it... Also, to Robin Williams' credit, you're sticking your tongue at me like a bored cat. Um, thanks, Angela. Uh, <laughs> fucking... Ugh. Stop it! Stop! Stop. Robin Williams, uh, the, the uh, genie in Aladdin is one of the few... Uh, few Disney characters in history that are modeled exactly after the person doing their voice. So mm-hmm. that makes the level where you did never had a friend level. That was one of the first times when they recorded the dialogue first mm-hmm. and then modeled the character. After. I think yeah, Rob, Rob Williams has 18 hours of dialogue uh, that all, all wow. almost all improvised um, wow. and cut to animation. They originally they pitched him the idea based on take they animated. And I've I've been dying to see this if anybody can show it to me. The genie animated to one of his stand-up performances. Wow. That's how they pitched him on That'd the idea. That'd be pretty badass. And it's, it's apparently lewd and has all the naughty language and everything, but it's the blue nice. genie. But uh, what makes that level cool in the Genesis Aladdin is that now is that the entire level is made up of Robin Williams. Uh, parts yeah. of his face, parts of, like his face are platforms and things to jump on. They slide off wow. of his tongue. Uh, his face is everywhere. And it's, I don't know, I found it strangely comforting to get that music from that level just because... Uh-huh. It's a big level made out of blue Robin Williams. This is, this is. Oh. And if I, and if, if I may, uh, Dan, Dan Castellaneta came into... How do you say it? You say it way better. Castellaneta? Castellaneta. I might be wrong. He, uh, he, right from the very first, um, right from the very first sequel, straight-to-video sequel, Return of Jafar, Voice of Homer was put in to do the Voice of the Genie. Mm. And it was, a, I think, a very interesting falling out, and it ties into this list uh, that Disney had with Robin Williams. Uh, they asked him to do it, and he says, I don't know, I have a lot of stuff going on, and talks to his kids, and like, are you fucking crazy, Dad? Yes, go mm-hmm. be, and like, all right, I'll do it for my kids. Go be an Aladdin in the direct-to-video sequel yeah. that will spawn a bad trend of Disney direct-to-video So the, the deal he struck with Disney is like, I don't really care about any money. I think maybe, maybe he made scale. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about the money, just I have another movie coming out in the same time period. You can't, please don't use my name and likeness to promote the film. Because I don't want it to compete with my other film that I've been working really hard on, and it would be a kind of a kind of an affront to the mm. work put into this other movie. That other movie was Toys. Ah, that other movie was just Toys. So That's Chris, it really, Toys really seems to have been a passion project. Well, I think him, him and Barry Levinson are friends. He, he, mm-hmm. they, he did greatest what Man of the Year, that forgettable movie where he is elected. Don't worry about it. But they, oh right, where, they, they, where they got Robin Williams instead of John Stewart? Yeah, did he do Good Morning Vietnam? Yes. Yeah. So like they they have a long history. Well, Barry Levinson, another. I don't know. And they have a long history with one another, and um, come Christmas 1992, genie everywhere, Robin Williams above title, Aladdin. He's like, I didn't even ask for money, and I asked you for one thing, and you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And then the movie goes on to make billions, and they give him nothing. They give him literally nothing. So for years, he's like, if you work for Disney, I, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you at all. And it took them years to make amends, and eventually Robin Williams did return to the voice of the genie. Yeah. For, of all things, this, which I'm guessing of the 18 hours of dialogue he recorded, this wasn't any part of it. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm the genie. Can you say magical? Welcome to the show. Ed Sullivan, everybody. That is from Disney Math Quest, mm-hmm. uh, starring Aladdin, I think, or with Aladdin, yeah. something like that. It's, it's a... Like first person point and click adventure educational game from the nineties mm-hmm. that actually has 
Robin Williams and Gilbert Gottfried providing the voices. And mm-hmm. this has to be one of the most toned-down Robin Williams performances I've seen outside of Goodwill Hunting. Great Gilbert Gottfried, though. Yeah. Hit the space bar! <laughs> <laughs> well, we got stuff like this. Oh, yes. There's some helpful buttons right up here. You can always get help here. You're going to need it, so don't be shy. Come over here and check out my rec room. That's a place where we can replay games from our adventure over and over and over again. I don't know who he's doing. Is that Charles Bronson? Uh, I don't know. Maybe but, like a John Wayne sort of thing. I can't remember what the entry is that we're doing. Uh, uh, Aladdin. Aladdin games it's a group in Aladdin. general. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because uh, I think there is a chance if he was on good terms with Disney and the games were being made before the movie came out, Robin Williams would have lent his voice to the games if the technology existed. Mm-hmm. The point is it didn't. And strangely and bittersweetly... Uh, I this is the only Robin Williams genie dialogue I've never heard until today. Yeah, and it's also the last we're ever going to get. So yeah. like, so hearing hearing him do it again was very comforting. Here's another snippet. All you have to do is build two mosaics. Oh, that's it. That's all. No problem. These mosaics will be a piece of camel cake. How do you build mosaics? <laughs> It's funny, man. It's whatever. It works. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to hear the genie again, man. I, that, man. that makes me really happy. I bet the first time Robin Williams ever heard his voice recorded and played back to him, he was like, "That's what I sound like." Mm-hmm. And then he just went. Why with do it. people like listening to this? This is awful. Oh, I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine that's the case. <laughs> it, it seemed like nobody would have been more comfortable with the sound of his own voice because if you ever seen him in any interview, no mm. one else is allowed to talk. Um. Mm. This, yeah. this, this. I don't know. I find this strangely beautiful. It's, it's a very hard game to track down. I'm guessing, probably. But you can find lots of clips on YouTube. You can, you which can. are probably more fun to watch than the game is to play. Yeah, there's, there's one, a series of like historical biographies that the genie did. But that is it. This mm-hmm. is all we have left of Robin Williams Genie. But it, it's interesting <laughs> that like it has an original. Uh, Aladdin plotline where there's mm-hmm. like a female genie named Bizarra who wants revenge for mm-hmm. something or other, and. Like it's animated kind of badly, but it's still animated to sync with his performance. Yeah. So like he does a Peter Laurie impression, and yes. he's like, "Yinting plus, you can use an alias. It doesn't have to be a real name." And like he, he gets the Peter Laurie face <laughs> yeah. and everything. Big so, buggy yeah, eyes. Yeah. Peter Laurie, everybody he was an actor. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Never heard of him. Not you guys. I'm just assuming the people listening. Go see Casablanca mm-hmm. and Twenty Thousand Leagues Under yes. the Sea. Yes, yes, I've heard of him. You I see, got the I got the Chinese version of Labin. <laughs> a Labin? A Labin. You know the I winning down. a Labin. Yeah. I, and also I was I was googling around. I I watched a movie called it. Aladdin was out, and there was a VHS mm-hmm. in the shelves, and it looked like it was live action, but mm. it was Aladdin and Aladdin. The public domain. I immediately adventure. pop it in, and it's like it starts up like, "Hey, Al. Yeah, I'm Al. You, Al." Haddon? Yes. Holy shit, did I get tricked. I'm watching a movie set in modern times with a character <laughs> named Al Haddon. <laughs> and, it, and, I, and, I was, and, now, and, and I was so pissed. And now I'm mad that I can't find it. It's, it's, I think it's some bizarre like Italian movie. Sh- but it's all wow. shot like around my grandparents' house. So that was super surreal. And it, that's neither here nor there. But yes, uh, the I don't know. I wrote a bunch about it in that article. And I want to say it briefly. Uh Movies that, Disney movies that came out before Aladdin were Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Serious films with not a lot of comedy. 
Um, Buddy, not, ha- not Buddy a lot Hack- of comedy that took center stage. Buddy, ha- well, Buddy Hackett. Hackett, Buddy Hackett is Scuttle in The Little Mermaid. There is okay. no notable comedian in Beauty and the Beast, and it, it got nominated for an Oscar. It, it's almost weird that Disney didn't try and do that again, mm-hmm. and I don't think they would have had the balls to make a, a movie with the tone that Aladdin had with without fucking singing candle. Well, it just but it wasn't like straight comedy. It was it was whimsical. It was they were essentially shooting. They were essentially not doing. They were doing little more than animating things that were too hard to film in real life. Whereas Aladdin became like the genie is a cartoon character, pure and simple, mm-hmm. squash and stretch, shapeshifter, can be anywhere, do anything, and like and after that, Donkey Shrek, like every movie mm-hmm. has a genie character. Every movie you see today yep. demands a genie character. Everyone, every animated movie mm-hmm. from here on out, and that did not exist before. Training Robin Day, Lee Daniels, the Butler, exactly, all of them, exactly. Have Say to have low. a genie character, yeah, yes. all of them, yes, all of them, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! I was trying to make a profound point on the nature of modern animation. Oh yeah, thanks to the departed Robert Williams. Disney is going to come out with a movie aimed at your demographic called a fucking singing candle, <laughs> <laughs> and it's no squash There's and a stretch. Comma in there, it's a fucking comma singing candle. Yeah. Yes. It does both. <laughs> and if it came if it came to Steam Early Access, you'd be the first one to pull your dick out. Fine. Let's talk about the real games that don't star Robin Williams. I don't even care anymore. I'm glad he's dead. Aww. I'm going to bleep that out. Tyler didn't even appreciate it. I did. I appreciated that. I agree with your assessment of animation. But is Aladdin not the best Disney movie of, like, our generation? Was, I would think yes, several generations. My favorite. And if you say Frozen is... Then you, oh, were, you no, were then no, you were born no, two no, years no, ago, no, and that's no, okay. No, no, no. But if you were born in the last thirty, Aladdin is the shit. It is the best Disney yes. movie. Period. It is the shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that was a weird thing that struck me about mm-hmm. uh, watching the actual gameplay of the the Math Quest game, mm-hmm. and that it also stars uh, Jasmine and Aladdin. Mm-hmm. And Aladdin is still wearing his street rat clothes, even though Jasmine's with him, and he's presumably a prince by this point. He still has like patches on his. Uh, Huge pantaloons. Because how else are kids going to recognize him? That's true. Yeah, that's true. And he's in a game, so he's also yeah. got to keep that symmetrical look. Yeah. But still, it's if you saw someone walking around today wearing as little as Aladdin would, it would be totally <laughs> unnerving. Yeah, it'd it's, be like, oh, is it the time for the Folsom Street Fair? You think so? It's a no, little, you're right. It's, it's a little tummy. I, it would, it would mm-hmm. be okay at a nightclub, but Aladdin is like, you're a homeless guy with a scarf. Yeah, or possibly and, a member of the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nobody nobody in San Francisco would think We're that. the Agrabah boppers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Aladdin right, I, wants to show you his world. Mm. That was a sexy Shining, joke. shimmering. Yeah. Splendid. Uh, his penis. R.I.P. Robin Williams. Seriously, uh, man. It's you, a, you've it's done a, some. You did some great work over the it's years. It's a huge loss. People have been yeah. fucking with me all day, and like, dude, the guy is kind of overrated. Yes, yes, the worldwide popular comedian who's mm-hmm. been widely recognized for forty years and starred in at least ten classic films is overrated. Sure. Just because your perspective doesn't ex- extend beyond Jumanji, let's mm, let's no. take your word for it. Hey, Jumanji's a fine film. <laughs> I never said it wasn't, even though it is. Um, big fan of the book, though. I was having a conversation with Diana last night. It's like, you know, I've always been kind of curious to see Bicentennial Man. No. Me too. And he's like, all right, what's, <laughs> no. what's Robin Williams' defining characteristic? Like, he's really manic. Okay, and what isn't <laughs> manic? Yeah. Oh, robots. robots. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and that's the thing that made me write the article and got me so mad because it was like, 
I bet somebody writes a script for Larry the Cable Guy every day. Yep. Every day. And it seems in the last ten years, nobody wrote a Robin Williams movie. He was just cast in things. Mm-hmm. Here, B. Patch... Well, Patch Adams, I guess, is appropriate. But mm. that is actually the worst movie ever. It's awful. <laughs> it is pure crap. Fuck, I hate that movie. I'm just imagining now a writer just sitting in a dark room, looking up at the ceiling. What? Looking back down. Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy is a can you b- is a just, soap salesman. No, that can't do that again. Uh, Writing in his commonplace book <laughs> is a soap is cross out fart salesman. <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy is pouring plastic into a dildo mold. Uh, <laughs> Damn it! They'll never go. Making for it. <laughs> eye contact with the camera lens as he slowly shoves it in. Uh. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, Fuck that! I anyway. just think we, I think we uh, we underappreciated Robin Williams over the last we ten did. years, we and did. it bugs me. Bugs and me. We, World's Greatest Dad is recent. It's okay. on every streaming service, and it's fucking awesome. It is really harsh to watch right now, but, but so it is a dark watch, comedy. Wait to watch it. I can't. It's, it, it might it dead. might be my favorite performance of his. Period. Hmm. It's a fantastic movie directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. All right. Well, let's let's go out on this of this segment on something Robin Williams Bangarang? related. Maybe uh, Bangarang. Bangarang by Pogo song. No, by Pogo. Pogo, by Pogo. has a fantastic micro mix. Uh, the guy who did the Disney remixes has a fantastic remix. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some other stuff. So stay tuned. Game Apocalypse listeners, it's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch, and as always, I'm here, once again recording my first original break bumper thing in weeks, I'm here to tell you how to support Game Apocalypse. There are a bunch of ways you can do this, as always, you, you know you know the drill here, the first thing you should do, if you're not doing this already, subscribe on iTunes, rate and review us, leave a five-star review, even if you want to just leave a scathing, horrible review, where you talk about, hey, there's this dumb raccoon who comes on and always tells me to leave one of these, well, fuck you, raccoon, I fucking hate your guts, you can do that, you can do that, just make sure that it says five stars above it, it'll confuse everybody, it'll be great, it'll be fun, it'll, it's a trickster thing, I'm a trickster character, it'll be great, you'll say... You can click on the Amazon links at lazytimepodcast.com. Just click through, buy something else. You don't have to buy what they put on the site. But if you do that, the host will get a little cut of whatever you spend. It's awesome. It's a great system. You don't have to give anything extra. But if you do want to give something extra, be sure to click the donate button on any lazytimepodcast.com page, vidjamepocalypse.com, doesn't matter. It'll go through to a PayPal form. You'll be able to kick some money to the host directly. Just make sure that it says it's for Vidjam Apocalypse. Or, you know, I don't, I don't even feel like discussing the terrible things I will do once I find your donation. Or how I will ensure that they will be traced back to you. And you will be blacklisted from whatever list it is that Chris keeps because he will blame you for the rat skulls and feces found under his bed. Not me, because I'm really good at covering my tracks. And he's just going to assume you leave raccoon scat everywhere. If you want something back for your money, other than all the free shows we're giving you, you can go to store.lasertimepodcast.com and buy a terrifying Skull Logo t-shirt and make yourself into an awesome walking billboard for Vigil Game Apocalypse. And when your friends come up to you and say, Hey, what's that amazing logo from? You can say, It's from my favorite podcast, Vigil Game Apocalypse. It's about Vigil Games and also an apocalypse, and there's a raccoon there. He doesn't really know what Vigil Games are. But, you know, he, he can be pretty entertaining as he goes on and on and on and on for like a minute plus during the breaks and uh, really just says the same things every week and is kind of a one-note character. And what the fuck is this script? Script Raparas. Seriously, I, I, I do this for you every week. 
I'm I'm giving of my time and of my dignity, and you write me this shit about how I'm awful? I, I, you expect me to just read this with a straight face? Fuck you, man. Just fuck you. Jesus. Anyway, I still want you to support Vigigame Apocalypse, even if the hosts are assholes. But that's all the time I have, so thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the second segment. See ya. And welcome back from that no doubt scintillating break. Uh, it's our second segment, so on to lighter things, beginning with. Consider them cherished. Wow, they have to suck. They they don't actually. Wait, really? There's what? there's some actually decent stuff this week, starting with Hohokam. Oh. Hohokam is coming to PlayStation platforms, mm-hmm. and it is pretty great. I hear all the teenagers like to go to Hohokam bars these days. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> sounds like get, a bunch of Hohokam to me. Get a Hohokam <laughs> to share with the table. Get mm-hmm. that uh, apple-scented uh, uh. tobacco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hohokam's a game about a flying snake called the Long Mover, uh, but not the Windy Man. Uh, it's it's a Mighty Boosh reference. Ooh, uh, it's, the, the long mover comes from a zookeeper who cannot remember the name of animals. So he, he goes up to one of his employees and says, Where's the the windy man? Like The what? The long mover. Oh, you mean the snake. Is this yes. Mighty Boosh? Yeah, Mighty okay. Boosh. Got and uh, Yeah, so you fly around as the snake through these bizarre sort of impressionistic environments. Every level is com- completely different, has a mm-hmm. completely different objective. Uh, puzzles just sort of show themselves organically as you explore. Show yourself, puzzle. Yes, it's, meant, a, it's a lot of fun. I meant to look into this more, but I kind of only glimpsed it in like thumbnails for articles. Mm-hmm. But it looked like Loco Roco, mm. which is mm. okay with me. Yeah, that's something I forgot to mention in my review for Games Radar, which was it. It feels a lot like Loco Roco. It has mm-hmm. that sort of same simplicity, but it kind of does more with it. Mm. But yeah, the art style is very similar. Like all the inhabitants of these worlds you visit are these like weird little stumpy bird creature things uh and it's it's adorable and yet just mind-shatteringly weird at the same time and very hard to describe lovely we need more snake representation in games we do exactly we also need we also need more games with a dedicated blink button which this has Uh you you hit you hit square to blink your eyes yes why to look cute watch it really does. It's not cute if you say blink. I'm just doing it for the radio. Also, you look like you're having a mild eye seizure. It hurts a little bit. If you blink 182 times, I heard you can see Scarface in your eyes. Hohokam is also the spell Harry Potter used to defeat Voldemort. Probably. We just for the first time watched those movies, and I finally get jokes. Good God. Uh, whatever you feel, filthy mud blood. Never seen those movies before. Never read the books, and I finally get it. You know about Patronus now? Yes, yeah. I do. It's yeah. it's not it's just a, a Latin tequila. A deer or something. Yeah. Well, it's uh, the embodiment of your own soul. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. I totally get it, but I get like the Chris's magic. Patronus, for instance, is a fart. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's but it's more like a dust ball. Yeah. It's, it's like one of those things in a Miyazaki movie that <laughs> crawls under the woodwork. Aww. Yeah, right. Big guys, real big guys. Yeah. It's got a blink button. Uh, also, this week, Disgaea Four: A Promise Revisited is coming oh. to Vita. People Fuck. like Disgaea. I, well, I cool. love Disgaea. You know who likes Disgaea? What? Disgaea. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, never played it. Uh, they're great. They're incredibly dense. Mm-hmm. I got about 60 hours into the first one. 
and was nowhere near finished. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm glad they've slowed down with the releases. Yeah, I remember starting on the original one, mm-hmm. and then like Brett Elston, mm-hmm. he was like he'd been playing it for ages. Mm-hmm. He was gushing about how great it was because like you get every weapon you have, you go inside, you, go you inside. have to complete like sixty levels inside your sword to level it up, like. That sounds awful. It's well, I'm not doing that at all. But if you if you're a fan of like the the FF Tactics game or like I like RPG old school RPG grinds. I do that just to be more powerful. And the idea that you go inside your weapon and you can go inside for like two hours and make mm-hmm. it badass just by fighting things. Fair enough. Is really neat. Uh, it's a conceit that wears I think wears thin very mm-hmm. fast. But the characters are always very charming. Who doesn't love looking at Etna's butt? Uh, who indeed? Hoping her, her to see someone else. Twelve-year-old butt. What? Yes, I'm already aroused. I don't need. I don't need to describe to me. Uh-huh. It's in my brain. Yeah. I like my butts to be at least fifteen. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say fifteen gallons. What? Uh, fifteen years old. Fifteen years of age. I see. Yes. On which planet? Ours. Oh, damn it. Yep. And I, I know I she's supposed to be. This. Thousands of years old, but that mm-hmm. excuse didn't make uh, Noe from uh, Fire Emblem. <laughs> Uh, Oracle of Seasons or whatever, any <laughs> less uncomfortable. Good to look one, at. Japan. You almost you almost got one over on us. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's not illegal because she's a thousand years old. This yeah, is also this is also a, live action. This is clearly not a ten year old in slut where you shouldn't feel uncomfortable when she forms a relationship with adult men. Yeah, this is highly irregular, <laughs> but I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, changing subject. Risen Three Titan Lords came out this week, and Tyler, uh, Dave. Rudden told me to tell you you were wrong. Uh, your, your score is wrong. Your review is wrong. This is clearly a five and not an eight. A reviewer um, actually liked it and was in the minority. Uh-huh. But you know what? PC Gamer, we go against the grain, man. Do. Mm-hmm. You hate it? We love and it. We you love before, it? We hate it. A PC Gamer 8 is like an 11 everywhere else. So you, you guys really fucking love it. To the rest of the public, it can look like indistinguishable garbage. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it's got a very dense combat system. Well, you're apparently in good <laughs> company. Epic strategy. Loved it. He's, uh, he's, he is an absolute expert in RPGs, so mm-hmm. I take his word for expert. it. Absolute, absolute expert. Absolute as in the absolute or the vodka. As in he uh, spent more than 10,000 hours playing RPGs. Good lord. Yes. That's disgusting. Well, that's how long uh, Zane is referencing it takes to become an expert, they say. You have to uh, an expert at podcast? I trust his opinion and oh. will never play it. So, you think so? I'm not interested. Uh, uh, that's, that describes a lot of my time at PC Gamer <laughs> reading those articles. This is incredibly well written and he makes great points. And I, yeah, I definitely know I don't want to play this. No, I play lots of games. Just It's not going to be that one. Yeah. Undead and undressed. Yeah. Akiba trip. Well, undead and undressed. What? Well, I don't know anything about this game. Other than that, it's kind of anime and uh, it's no. drawn some flack for being very sexist. What? Well, Which I'm not going to make that it's called judgment. undead and undressed. Yep. Are we allowed it's lollipop chainsaw? What? What is your policy on calling things from Japan sexist? Um, it's probably right. It's technically right. <laughs> yeah. I'm still a, I'm still a cultural relativist though, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't necessarily love what they do over there, but it's like it is Japanese. It was you're, it's not really for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I this think, is um, offends my delicate sensibilities. Well, it doesn't. It wasn't made for you. It was made yeah, for Japan. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, I mean, even <laughs> Japan, that's, that doesn't. It is uh, not. It is not. It is not a reasonable excuse. But it's like, no, it's not because there are. 
well, women in made, Japan who are like, I don't like this mm-hmm. aspect yeah. of our culture. Uh-huh. Well, it's also Can this it's made for Japanese. Totally, I just boys. I think it's just that I keep seeing it in like in headlines like Japanese game sexist, and mm-hmm. it's like. Well, yes. It's like a go-to thing. It's like, oh, a game came out from Japan and it's yes. not by Nintendo. It's probably it's sexist. It's probably really sexist. It has been forever. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying it's right. I just don't understand this why it's surprising. This porn is sexist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know who, uh, who wrote Lollipop Chainsaw? James Gunn. James Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> James Gunn. Guardians of the Galaxy, yo. Uh, I have always been a supporter of that game, so... Which one? Lollipop Chainsaw? Chainsaw. Mm. I think it's I... a fun game. I thought it depicted women and vampires poorly. There weren't vampires. I don't know. I'm just zombies. You dumb asshole. Remember, (laughs) this is all uncalled for. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing I said merited that kind of response. It was way out of proportion. I mean, I, I don't know. You owe me an apology. That's a Popeye reference. I love you, Rob. I thought a chainsaw made of lollipops would be ineffective, and I was wrong. I think think it should have been polyvalent. I'm sorry. Have you ever sucked on a lollipop until it got fucking stupid sharp? Yeah, I have. Because I have. It's the worst cut your mouth will ever yeah, dude, get. You go to Cracker Barrel, there's candy you can eat there for like yeah. a day until your tongue bleeds. I can't believe you interrupted my lame dad joke, Ann. sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, I think the next one should be called Polyglot Chainsaw and should be about the languages she speaks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good, one, good one, Dad. I like oh, it, Dad. I don't shoot know. me. Oh, Dad Parez. Uh, uh, by the way, can I have 100 bucks? The joke, the dad joke really works if you're here in person mm-hmm. because Michael's shirt and his beard is giving off a real Al Borland Aww, vibe right now. <laughs> Al Borland? Al Borland from Home Improvement. Ah, no, I don't think yeah, so, Tim. Yeah. I don't think so, Tim. Which, yeah, by the way... I am wearing plaid. Is, oh. Which, by the way, completely sincere, is my uh, girlfriend's... Was my girlfriend's I- ideal man growing up. Oh, no. S- hey, look. Really? I can live up to that. I can do that. All I have to do is, is not shave and get a little fat. You're yeah, no Al Borland. I'm totally comfortable with this. No. Not yet. I have no expertise. You're I'm a Tim the Tool Man Taylor. I am a tool. If anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am a tool. But I also make more money than Al. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. In, in some fictional world where I'm employed. Right. But at least <laughs> right, Wilson right. will help you figure right. it out. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to... Why? That's why. I've heard it like four times, but it gets me. Yeah. All right. Well, this is Gamescom week, which means there's plenty of news. That there's a I've, lot of shit going on. I've only been peripherally paying attention to, but probably the biggest... It's in German. The biggest source of delicious outrage this week is Tomb uh, Raider... What's the title? Tomb Raider The Risen? The Rise of Tomb Raider... Rise the Rise of, of Laura Croft? Yeah, I think. whatever. It's coming to <laughs> Xbox One as an exclusive. Uh, yes, Which yes, and people are... Should get everybody's dander up. Well, it just, I, th- I didn't Holy think we were time. still in an area where we were getting angry about exclusives, because they happen. And no, let's get angry about this one. It makes sense Well, I'm angry sense about it because no, I have to play it on the system that I turn on less often. No, I, I'm very upset. <laughs> that's, a, that's a huge imposition to I'm me. very, like, I think I, I, if I wanted an Xbox One and didn't already kind of loathe having one mm-hmm. instead of a PS4. I wish I had a PS4. Right, this, um, I'm sure by the time this game comes out, I'll have gotten an Xbox. I'm now. sure it's a timed exclusive as well. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Really. I mean, they're making out like it isn't, but they always make out like it isn't. But yeah. this is stupid to me because like, there's an argument for exclusives where 
it's like, uh, look, this game wouldn't get made unless mm-hmm. Sony came in, funded this developer, said, mm-hmm. you make this really cool, you make Journey, why don't you? Yeah. Uh, which is great, so exclusives can be good, because mm-hmm. like this wouldn't happen. In this case, I feel like it's going, look, we just want a risk-free sequel, and if you pony up cash now, we don't bear any risk. But it's them saying, uh, it's Square saying, this isn't a big-time game. Because like, mm-hmm. so Microsoft well, couldn't come to you. It sounds like they don't have the... F- Faith in it. Well, yeah, you couldn't go to UB and go, "Hey, we'll give you a uh, you know a bunch of money to make uh, the next Assassin's Creed an exclusive." UB goes, "No, it's bigger than that. This yes. is a big time game. We're not gonna. Why oh, would we do that?" Believe me, I know. It seems like to do that is to ignore. It's not only to like ignore money, but it's to fail to gain an audience. Yeah, Square, which saying, is what your game we're not, want wants we're most not, of all. We're not big enough to not take this check, and it's like you are. People love to murder. I'm, I'm positive it's timed. I, I mean, I. Microsoft's software sales lagging, and then people were quick to point out that uh, the last Tomb Raider sold three million what in like its first week, and then Square's like, "Yeah, that underperformed." Like, well, then why why are you releasing it on the lowest selling console? It, yeah, it had and, a, it had a great tail to it, as I recall. Yeah, like, it, it sold a so. lot after that, so it just doesn't make sense to me. It just seems like risk management. But it makes sense if you're Microsoft and to oh, nobody oh, else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to nobody else. But even to Square, it but feels the, like... Pe- yeah. the, the excellent point that people made is that the definitive edition that came out on PS4, PC, and Xbox One, the Xbox One had visibly lower resolutions and I, and I do think that'll mm. change eventually as people learn the hardware a little bit, but like, mm. wow, you just announced a high-profile game on, yeah. its, on the game it's traditionally, according to the last one, performed the worst on. That sucks. Yeah. Well, I remember for people who own more than both systems. When when I was still working at Official Xbox mm-hmm. Magazine, I a developer told me something that I maybe shouldn't have repeated on KOXM the podcast. Do it again. I don't know if it, if it made it through or not. But I didn't hear it. It was the, the Sniper Elite three guys mm-hmm. uh, coming through showing the game, and they were like. Uh, well, it'll run at 180p on PS4, and it will also run at 1080p on... Or did I say 180? I meant 1080p. Okay. 1080p. Uh, it'll also run at 1080p on Xbox One. It's like, why are you being hesitant about Xbox One? It's like, well, Xbox One is a little bit iffy, saying that uh, PlayStation 4... Like, they made a rather ballsy move to shove more RAM into it, mm-hmm. so it's more capable of output at, mm. at higher resolutions, higher frame rates, etc. Whereas with Xbox One, it's a little bit dicier. You kind of have to work around its limitations a little more. And it's like, wow, that's kind of a big revelation, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not a revelation revelation. I'm sure it was publicly known. But like to have a developer come out and say, no, we, we can get better performance out of the PS4 because it has more RAM. Yeah. So they're like, wow, that's why would you roll out the gate with less RAM than your competitor? I, I can't, and I also can't emphasize enough the backlash to the always on uh, always on stuff mm-hmm. the hardware was nobody knew what the hardware was capable of because it was being drastically overhauled and changed at the 11th hour yeah so it was really think di- it's it's still really difficult to figure the hardware it doesn't fucking work yet I, and let me borrow a ps4 to play destiny I'm like wow forgot uh, forgot these blades could load seamlessly and things could transition <laughs> well that's it's been a long yep. time 
because I only have an Xbox One. It's kind of bugging me, but I think it'll get there. <sighs> it'll get there. You know, they're going to go through a, a makeover at some point in the next couple of years. It was nice to see that they did beat PlayStation to the uh, one terabyte punch. You hear that, Tyler? One terabyte now in the consoles. Wow. One terabyte. Wow. With, since I've been capturing video with Laser Time, since I've been unemployed, I have filled two terabytes. Yeah, our, our computer that we capture on, mm-hmm. we just put a bunch more memory in. I think we have 10 terabytes now in it. Jesus. Wow. Because we capture so much uncompressed I, My Xbox One's almost full. And, I, and not every, and some of the games are some of the games I own are discs, but they still require full installs. It's It hasn't even been a year, and it's halfway full. You try That's capturing crazy. uncompressed footage at 4K, oh, yeah. my friend? 4K? Oh, that'll you be... You that shit? Yeah, man. That'll nice. be that'll be like... Uh, I don't know. That'll be like a terabyte for just one yeah, it's like a minute session. For like a minute. Well, Xbox One also has a all over the PS4 in one aspect, and that's game organization. Mm-hmm. That, like on PS4, I scroll down, I go down to where mm-hmm. the games are, and there's a huge horizontal list of games that I just have to, to scroll through all their icons mm-hmm. in order, whether a game is on disc or pre-installed or whatever, doesn't matter. There's no way to organize that shit, whereas on Xbox One... I have some freedom to organize mm-hmm. it. I can put things that I usually use on the uh, little uh, Pinterest yes. things. I can I can pin them to Pinning. the front. Is Pinning. there no way to or- I've never tried, so I don't actually know. On PS4? There's no way to organize it at all? No, I've tried and I've looked it up. And yeah, that's like people's number one thing whenever I look it up. It's like, they need to make a way to organize mm-hmm. these things. This is ridiculous. Huh. I've, is- I've never... I've never noticed. That is one of the more modern contexts. I saw that Steam just al- the update in Steam allowed you to hide shame games from your profile. Hmm. Uh, I don't think they go away from your profile, but they you can just hide them in your library. So you can hide them in your library, so but so people can't see them when they look at your profile. I'm not sure. I've been playing. <laughs> never mind. Uh, no way. Yeah, rocks. you have to tell it. No, I, I couldn't think of a funny game. I'm good. Oh. Uh, but there in that. That terabyte, one terabyte Xbox One is also the Sunset Overdrive bundle. The white, ah. the white one. And the, for me, the biggest news, and again, I'm not, I, I do not really have a bias. I would like a PS4, but it was a huge deal to me that Xbox One finally came out and confirmed digital pre-orders are now a thing. Hmm. That is fantastic. Well, welcome to the party. I want I want the end of midnight launches. Is, is that all already available on PS4? Yes, I, with like yeah, preloads. I thought you could mm-hmm. already pre-order. Digital pre-orders are not a good thing, Chris. No, they're not. Well, first of all, it makes no sense. The only well, reason pre- to pre-order a game was to ensure you had a physical mm-hmm. copy. Right. I meant more preload. But in this case, yeah, if it preloads, that's still not worth it. It's I think totally so. worth it. I think so. I don't no, have to wait for a download, a, and I know I know I'm going to pay for it already. So what does it matter? It's an outdated brick and mortar thing. They should just let you buy and preload the game. Like, yeah, that's what they're doing. Uh, no, I think I think there's, no, but they're also like bundling all kinds of stupid rewards with it when it's an outdated brick and mortar thing where it's like we can all get the so game as soon as it launches. You know, you're going to buy the game, mm-hmm. and you know it's going to take seven why, hours to install. And, and you know, yeah. So why not pre-purchase it? So that it will preload, and hey, you get the, all this free stuff. That's cool. Yep. Just to have. And I, I understand. I understand not liking pre-orders, but having been on the publisher side of things, they like pre-orders not just to. They like to, them for data. That's yeah, not just to yeah. not to steal your money before you so they can give you a Partially shitty game. It, it well, it really isn't. It's like it's to it's to gauge interest on like, well, do we continue this series? Because odds are, the preliminary stages of making a sequel to a game that comes out every three years has already started. And I say, find a better way to gauge interest, perhaps, than also, promising most, special rewards. But that's and, but that's all. That, but that, most people aren't pissed by pre-orders. Most people 
most consumers I'm are like, hey, cool, people. free stuff for <laughs> buying a game that I was going to buy anyway. Yeah. Well, they shouldn't, and I try to educate them against it. It's an interesting perspective. I know Michael's one of those guys who like doesn't like the idea of not having I have everything. like seven yeah. games pre-ordered right now. Yeah. Terrible it's, idea. it's a terrible compulsion. I have. I just I think I think it's a I have a giant, psychological problem. I have a, well, I'm doing on, on later time right now. I'm streaming my backlog. I have a giant backlog. I oh. don't need DLC costumes or story missions for games I don't have a chance to play. <laughs> I may never have a chance to play. Don't need it. If I like it, I'm sure it'll be available. Fair point. Almost all, all right. the time. Yeah. I mean, Usually. maybe I'm in, I'm obviously in the minority at this mm-hmm. table, but I don't need anything the midnight it launches. Oh no, I can, like I can play it tomorrow. I it's like no, but, what, but it's not about. That. It's like I know I'm gonna buy this game, and but I don't know. I'm, that's the thing. I don't know I'm gonna buy anything. Yeah, but you hate things and you like hating things. No, I like no, no, liking no, no, no. things. I, I, I like knowing that hey, I'm probably I'm gonna like this game when I buy it. So I don't I'm gonna know where I got this reputation that it. I hate everything because you hate everything. <laughs> but you go, I like this game that no one here, has ever played. <laughs> And no one has ever told me anything about. I like it already, even though I don't know what it is. That to me is just irrational. Uh, Irrational games. There, there Um, had, there is some sort of solace in being able to. I bought the thing that I'm really looking forward to. I don't Mm. have it yet, but it's fucking mine, and I'm excited. It's almost as good as having it. Mm -hmm. To be fair, everything I pre-order, I don't pre-order the regular game. I always just pre-order limited editions because I like the art books. Oh, then you're a real sucker. Yeah, well, <laughs> I get that a lot. Yeah, you have a games press account. Just go there. All the arts right there. I'm glad that I've <laughs> I've res- restricted my is. I've restricted my special edition buying to just Assassin's Creed games. It's like I get a statue that can sit next to the other I, statues. That I, I have a whole desk of those. <laughs> I was I, I had said I'm done with pre-ordering anything, but it turns out statues mm-hmm. statues are my weakness make a physical representation of a character I love and I might pre-order and I, might I just got a little edition. guillotine for my desk and it Ooh. sits right next to all my other shit what's the guillotine it's ACU really is it the pre-order no it's just a thing that they gave us oh nice it's oh that, that was also cool that there's fucking I, oh, I was might have to ask you for one uh, no the, you can't the, have one the, no the giants uh, Arno that's oh no! They didn't. We don't even get those. We oh, have, those are only like we McFarlane. Have to, we have to go to the game to get that. I have really? to go to a fucking about? baseball game. Uh, the San Francisco Giants are having like an Assassin's Creed day in a, really? in a Todd McFarlane Arno figure in San Francisco Giants colors. It's ah! so dope. Yeah, it's, I have it, to go to the game to get that fucking figure. It's mine. Can I give you a mannequin to take that looks like me, so I don't have to go to a fucking <laughs> um, baseball game? No, because they would only give me one. I ticket. know. We have three hundred fifty Can I? Can I? Take the ticket and go, so at least the person going will watch the game. Oh, I'm absolutely not staying for the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. There's a panel that they're doing, and then they're going to give you your statue. Yeah, McFarland's doing a panel. Where on the second base at the, at the state at the stadium. So before the so game, I can't go and actually watch the baseball game because you have to go not watch the baseball game and get a toy. And get a toy. Yes. <laughs> so when is this? I want to pay full price for a ba- like baseball sep- ticket so I can get a it's toy. It's like September 12th. But dude, baseball tickets are, are dirt fucking cheap. But are they? Yeah, I think I so. Ryan I think they're like 20 bucks. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not expensive. Cheap. But okay. I'm going just so I can get that fucking toy. And nice. then I'm going back Buster to Ball work. game, one listener who watches baseball. <laughs> yeah, that shit's really boring. I, <laughs> I don't care for Speaking baseball. Speaking of Ezio statues, I've mm. actually got a box full of them. Sitting in my closet. Oh, at home. are those from are those from Pizom? Because I had an they, army of them on my they desk. Are, they are. And they're, I left them. They're from future. They're still in their plastic uh, bubble casing, yeah. and we will be giving them away oh, in a future man. episode. I thought you said we could take them down to the bowling alley and just roll a ball <laughs> in a time. Yeah, well, we could great. probably do that too because there are so many. Really? Are there that many? 
Yeah. I, I did that once at Best Buy. There were they were. Uh, it was a pre-order bonus for an album, which happened to be in sync. <laughs> Didn't work, and all of a sudden. There was 99 cents in sync bobbleheads that were like giant, and then like if you buy five, you can buy five for two dollars. And I'm like, I'll take all of these. And we spent the rest of the day destroying in sync figures like happy oh. little children in their twenties. <laughs> I'm gonna pre-order every game from now mm-hmm. on just so that as soon as there's any news, I can go on NeoGaf and say pre-order canceled, mm-hmm. cancel, and then cancel it. <laughs> Should go in for a game that nobody would ever want to pre-order. <laughs> and just go pre-order cancel. Uh, bass fishing nineteen. Uh, I, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> I find out it doesn't have every species. No carp. <laughs> this Cabela's game is exactly like the last one. Pre-order cancel. <laughs> no life bait. Who? Uh, um, returning to the somber news of the first segment. Uh, Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Is going to be immortalized more or less we don't know that. in World of Warcraft. We don't know that. Appar- well, apparently, it was uh, confirmed that there was a petition. Yes, there was a petition through Change.org. And one one Blizzard employee responded to a tweet says said thanks. We're looking into it or something like that, or like uh, we're on top of it. It was like yeah, it was a confirmation. Technical that do game something. designer Chad Nervig responded to a tweet and stated that yes, we're taking care of it. There that, and then immediately afterwards, they tweeted something nice about Robin Williams on the official World of Warcraft account. I'm I'm, I'm the thing. That the players wanted was a Robin Williams NPC who would stand in a tavern and tell jokes. <laughs> I don't know if they can actually do that and use his likeness, so they'll probably have to find some other way unless they yeah. can get permission. Well, I think I think it's, that would be illegal. Do you know how? That's part of the sadness of Robin. He's a cool guy. His last public appearance was going to the zoo to, yes. to visit a monkey named after him, and like he's. If they were going to do that, Robin Williams would have said. Oh yeah, go of ahead, do it. But he can't say that now. So, but I, don't I think know what I think do. his wife, if she if she knows She'd him, probably say yeah. Yeah, that's cool. His wife or his kids. His kids. Yeah. His kids would be like, yeah, he would he would really love that. Um, his kids, Zelda and Cody. Zelda. Well, he and has Cody. three kids. Hopefully, it's something and, cool. And what's what's the third one? I can't remember. Mork, I believe. Mork. Yeah. <laughs> No. It's Luigi. It's, it's, <laughs> I think on, it. on Fallon, he identified his third kid as Mario. He did. But, uh, it was a joke. Yeah. That's a joke. Yes. Man, I'm, I miss Rob Williams. God damn it. God damn it. Um, other news? I don't have any. Oh, the PT thing. Tee PT. Oh yeah. Yeah, the the Gamescom press conference. Sony Silent Hill. announced. Oh shit! Silently announced Silent Hill. There's a demo for Silent P- but Deadly. There's a demo for PT. Uh, go it's check, and it's out right now. And, and I really, I can't tell you how much I love the "and it's out right now" announcement. That is so great, uh, and, it's, and it is out right now on PSN. And it, uh, I don't know, I don't know if people were not terribly excited about what it was, but a uh, couple people went in and started streaming the. It's basically it, this is an interactive trailer. At the very end, it turns out to be a tease for a new Silent Hill game. Yeah. With, with Norman Reedus as the lead, and character. Guillermo del Toro yeah. involved somehow, and, 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 and Hideo Kojima, Darrell, Darrell from Walking Dead, um, and, and well, that Darryl. explains why his face is really huge on the cover of Destructoid, right? Yes. And even even I yeah. thought, and he, why I had to cancel my pre-order of PT. Turns uh, out that's not a real. It's, yeah. it's a Silent <laughs> Hill tease. I thought even cooler, uh, the person whose stream caught on fire, possibly the first to break it, was none other than. Uh, Shibana Gamer Girl Talk, the author of Poison Popcorn on Laser Time. She just happened to be streaming it, and that's the one everybody linked back to. Awesome. Uh, and as she may have caught it first. I just thought it was really cool that, oh, I know her. She's great. Nice. Um, Neat. Yeah, it was really cool to see her, her well Twitch done. channel like, 
boom! Yeah, yeah, that's got the most views for this thing. Because and it's free. Anybody could anybody could have streamed it, but she had the gumption to do it first. Yeah, she awesome. had the balls. The fucking balls. Mm. Somewhere in a row, freeze. Yeah. Um, to do it first. I mean, ovaries are just inside balls. And now I have no idea of what her gender <laughs> is, and I don't want to say anything. So why don't, why don't we go back to uh, to some other portion of the news? Um, oh, what else? Uh, what else yeah, I was asking you, like, because there's just, a lot coming out of Gamescom. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care about that. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare multiplayer revealed. I, uh, I put that on the list of like, I'll look at that eventually, and I haven't done it yet. But um, it's a little like Titanfall. There's a San Francisco thing where there's a tsunami. It's kind of cool. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it actually looks kind of cool. Now, I'm actually looking forward. At, at least the game is jump, next jump gen. jet packs. Yeah, yeah, shit like that. that. I mean, you see me. I still play a lot of Titanfall. Like, I'm still having fun with that. Yeah, um, probably have fun with this, but. Uh, what else? What else? Out of Gamescom, there were uh, Halos. I never heard of it. There was uh, Halos. There was definitely definitely yeah. Halos news. Yes. Um, I don't know what it was. Uh, something about Halo Five. Hey, Dead to me. Halo Chamber. Yes, not Halo. Yeah, I was. I put that on the on Halo. Halo. Again, oh, we're streaming right, Halo Five Guardians beta is running starting in December. Running through January, right on time. I don't right. know what the Halo Channel is, but I know that everybody's been talking. The Halo about Channel, what a twenty-four hour channel of all Halo content. Uh, yeah, and yet we can't get a Simpsons channel. What Thanks. the fuck? We did, we're getting one in August. Are we? Or is that just the, the every Simpsons episode ever in a marathon on FX? It is, but they're all, they're all in an app that you can access every episode yeah. anytime. I don't you know want. what the Halo uh, Channel is, but I do, I do know they're making a film, and like to me, like uh, the, the show. A show. Mm-hmm. The fandom around the Halo universe baffles me. Like that was <laughs> Look, never Tyler. what was good about these games yeah. at all. It's for Master- watching all things Halo. Master Chief is like a shitty character who's bad. <laughs> he's not. He's isn't not it about shitty, Master Chief. Though? He's not a shitty character. He's just he is a stand-in to be whoever you want him to. Mostly you. Mm-hmm. But that's I don't why... remember Forward Unto Dawn being terrible. It's not that any of it will be oh, the, terrible. Oh, the movie that came out? The mini series or something. You also don't seem to remember it. <laughs> I don't remember it at all. So it's but not I don't memorable. Rem- it's not I don't remember hating it. It's not as terrible as just that Starship Troopers will actually be yeah, better than get, any of it. I get you, sir. You know what I mean? Like, this, this, this universe is not the most interesting thing about these games and never was, and it just baffles me. It, I, I do, I'm not going to read the novelizations. I, do, I think hmm. the, the anniversary collection with, like, all the Halos for Xbox One and one unified platform, that's really neat. I do think whenever they... It's not, it's not getting the feedback they're expecting. They're like, Halo series, all Halo this, and, like... Guys, you got to give us an actual reason to care about the Halo universe uh, before you announce yeah. a bunch of peripheral stuff. Cortana's First, butt. Cortana's butt will do. That's why I you care. Yes. I love a little Tron It was almost in my top five. Was it? What almost. beat it out? <laughs> beat it out. Was I? I was on the list. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I did. I knocked that shit out like a tin shed. <laughs> bam, bam. I don't know how to have sex. <laughs> I just don't. I never learned. Never learned. You just yell "bam" at a vagina. Boom. Yeah. Done. <laughs> then I stick my fingers in her mouth, and I'm like, "Yeah." And and then nine months later, baby, I spit on my balls. Don't touch me. Are they really? I have a baby growing in my balls. Yes. God, it's disgusting. Uh, Meanwhile, you're you're reading a Halo novelization. (laughs) (laughs) Just spit on him. Spit on him. Yeah. What's going on? (laughs) 
M Chief, I need a direction. Technically, you kind of do have babies in your balls. I do. I have a shitload of polywogs. All kinds of babies. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think I sort of lost All interest babies. in the Halo All universe. <laughs> After that, that whole diorama campaign for Halo 3, you remember yeah. that? Yeah. With believe. the Chopin music? Yes, Believe. I, and it's like, that got that me cool. so excited for Halo cool. 3. It's like, oh, that actually has nothing whatsoever to do no, with the game. No, I, I, I'm sure... I, people, I, people, have, people I trust and people I know... Say that the novelizations in the extended universe is pretty cool, and because in one of the things I'll give Halo all the credit in the universe for, they're very, very not just pretty, but like mm-hmm. well, des- it's a well-designed universe. Period. Sure. It looks great. The the species that live in it, the locations. I'm sure there's rich stories to be told in there. I just mm-hmm. don't particularly care. Uh, it's all about us getting on pirate ships and yeah. whacking one another with swords. Mm-hmm. And, and basically a What's Looney... What's wrong with that? Yeah, so a 16-player Looney Tunes cartoons that always ends up with someone's balls in my face. <laughs> That's what Halo is to me. I do not care about the drama at all. And mm-hmm. I'd always said that. like I lived every moment that existed of it before the novels and never cared at all. I said and, on Twitter recently, and it was misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I think story in games is great. But I said the premise of your game story mm-hmm. is the least yes. interesting thing about your Sometimes, game. Yeah. So when you introduce your game with like, oh, the story is about this and this, and it takes place in space and a war torn universe. But then you don't tell me like, what do I do in the game? <laughs> I, I don't care. Like, uh, you, who cares about I think a you I run think down at a this quarter. point, people just assume that you know what Halo is. Yeah, yeah, yeah but. When a new game is announced, like Bioware's like teasers, any other Halo game, you sit on the couch <laughs> and play video games. Well, that's that what Anson is an excellent In point. Space. At this point, you know what a Halo exactly. game is. Yeah, but I've played like, almost all of them, and and I feel like I don't. When I'm, when, I'm, when I'm shown, like, deep aspects of lore and, like, reasons to care about characters, like, I don't... I don't, no, I, no, I don't no, no, feel no, not, I do, not, I'm not saying you know what the story is, because mm-hmm. you can go through a, a hundred games and still be like, eh. But you know what it really plays know. like. But you know what the game no, is. No, I agree. Yeah, That's like, when you know Telltale what the says, are, hey, they're not going to really change that drastically. Mm-hmm. We're making in, in Halo 5. In Halo 5, Master Chief will sit on a couch with a very immersive, realistic, uh, futuristic game system. Which will play the latest games like Candy Crush and Angry Birds. <laughs> I just That's wish, Halo Five. I just wish I could be at the press conference He's in like retired. an old timey press hat, and as they go on about the rich universe and the backstory, sir, sir, Chris Antista, question: Will there be a mongoose? And he says <laughs> yes, and then I write way too long in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> then I, you're, you're still flipping pages over yes. as he's talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, like so. Yeah, we know what a Halo game is. If Telltale says, hey, we're making a Game of Thrones game, we know what a Telltale game is like. That's fine. But what if Telltale says we're making a Halo game? What? Well, that wouldn't be that yeah, surprising. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, making a Borderlands game. That's so. true. That's true. But to be the only one who can make a game on time. It, it's it? it's hmm. when it's a new game and how you're marketing, marketing it is like Bioware, speaking of news, is going to have an announcement this week. Mm. And they've had this like... <sighs> This campaign that's pathetically trying so hard to become viral yes. of live action videos Which of like teenagers discovering their superpowers, and it's like I haven't watched one of them, but they're reported everywhere. They're so reported they, everywhere, but they don't have that many views on oh, YouTube. Okay. And, and that's it's, an it's just like t- like fairly well produced shorts of teenagers, like or maybe they're oh, early wait. young Sorry. adults discovering their superpowers, but it's like. You're you're telling us the premise of the thing you're working on. Heroes, the video game. Superpowers, teens. What? Who cares until you tell us what the game <laughs> is? Is it an RTS? I don't know. I assume it's an RPG because you're Bioware. I think 
that kind of shit is really presumptuous. It's like and, you're just saying we're such an important developer. We can yep. just tell you yep. that the idea for our next story yeah. is going like, to be superpowers. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Fuck quantum. Conundrum? Quantum break. Quantum break. Mm-hmm. That's break. the one. I still don't quantum know what leap. that game is. Yeah. <laughs> it apparently involves live action, and that's probably been outdated by yeah, an update that I didn't pay attention to. It's just like when, you, when you're marketing, or your, your initial marketing just shows me that you have actors in a script. I go, that's something TV shows have. Mm-hmm. What is your game? I don't know. It has the latest in full motion video technology. If Bioware is making an FMV game, performances of Robert Culp, then I want to know actors. If Bioware is making an FMV game, I am legit super excited for it because I think FMV games should make a comeback. Well, that was that was big news. Uh, Night Trap is being kickstarted. Oh, not not, uh, that too. (laughs) That was sold out on PC Gamer. Actually, is it really called Revamped? (laughs) Yeah, Jesus, Revamped. Yeah, Intercap for Vamped. Oh well, I don't know. It just—it'll just be nice to see Dano Plato again. That, yeah. that'll, that'll why, be do, really why do people think that game is good? No one—I don't think anybody they does. Don't. It's just like a campy. <laughs> yeah, if, but if people are going to spend way. thousands of dollars to kickstart Rock Simulator, why won't they get behind this bit of irony? Mm. Um, <laughs> Rock Simulator. Fucking anyway, so the Casey, what's his nuts from Bioware quit. He did. Um, yes, uh, Casey, uh, creator that of guy. Mass Effect. Yeah, lead well, lead, project lead on, on Mass Effect or something. Hey, no, but hugely instrumental in the series. Hudson. Like uh, the guiding light of the series. That's, is Hudson right? Crazy Hudson? Hudson. That's what yeah. it is. That's what it is. Everybody tweeted me that because, uh, man, no one likes it when I say they're being babies for not liking the ending. And then everything they described to me, like, yep, still sound like a baby. <laughs> it made no sense. It made a lot of sense, actually. It was fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any issues with it. Yep. <sighs> made a lot of sense. Just a bummer. Sorry, kid. It's not going to be <laughs> as good as the it's end of never TNG. Gonna... Well. Sorry, kid. There's a lot of classic books out there that have bummer endings, too. It doesn't make the journey any less beautiful. Yeah, it's never going to be exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. Ever. Never, never, ever going to be what you want. But that's that's very serious. I think it's, it's, to me, a little harder to get excited about the series. I know some people considered him a hated figure for the fallout of 3 because he had overpromised a bunch of things. And that's a fair criticism. They overpromised things. I didn't expect... I didn't demand my own personal ending that I wanted or thought I earned or achieved. It was not my story. I just happened to be making a couple decisions in between. Um, anyway. Uh, can't yes. we all just be so, so happy that the Mako's coming back for Mass Effect 4? I can't believe I am because uh, I will <laughs> never, I'm, I'm, I am I mean, not. I am one of the only people I know who actually liked the Mako. Uh, what? It, it crashed my game and broke my save oh. too many times. Too. It well, so it crashed terrible. a lot, but not the game for me. <laughs> I hope it has exactly the same physics. <laughs> like, yeah, we can just roar over the top of a mountain for no but good goddamn reason it's, and it's, just crash everywhere. It's the thing I liked upside ab- down. The thing I liked about Mass Effect 3's ending is the fucking hubris involved in using devices you don't understand for intergalactic travel are now gone. Meaning, the Mako is how you get around now. That is your. That is your travel for the most part. Mm. There's going to be more. The Mako sales just shot the fuck up. Yeah. Now so that you are you can't... stuck on a single planet? What the fuck kind of game is that? Well, they, they, well, they implied certain people are what stuck. What is this, Skyrim? They're maybe not stuck, but it'll t- it could take people years to get back to their home planets in the, mm. in the galaxy now. And that's that's a fascinating conundrum to introduce. Into... This is probably, what, a prequel, though? What is this? Well, I, I, was, know, I was really hoping that it was going to be a prequel and go all the way back to the first contact mm-hmm. war. But I, that's I've, I've never seen happen. a rewarding prequel. Like almost games in games can can do it. I just really wanted to play as a Turian. 
Is it Turian? Yeah. The Turians. <laughs> Mature audiences. So again, when one of the Turians lost his contact and one of the Earth ambassadors stepped on it. <laughs> I wanted to, I, and I also wa- wanted to thank C. Simmons because he tweeted at Video Game Apocalypse, feeling bad for C. Antista on Video Game Apocalypse mm-hmm. 74 because no one can look past It's Just Madden from EA Games. Well, uh, it's hard to look past it when there's nothing else. It's not true. Like there, the way, there will be, but I'm it, not going to pay it for is, potential it now. It is fucking barren. You could pay for an annual subscription right now and mm-hmm. get Battlefield 4 at half price. It's not as exciting because you may own it or you have mm-hmm. no interest in Battlefield, but I... Both are true. I love I love the Battlefield Michael, series. did you just say I'm not going to pay for potential now? <laughs> he who hath pre-ordered <laughs> like 20 <laughs> games. Yeah? Well, yes. I'm not going to start paying a monthly subscription fee for something that might have something I want to play I, down the road. I have a policy on not... I do not want to get involved in a lot of monthly subscription fees, mm-hmm. but I do love annual subscription fees. They're like the gift you give yourself. Yeah. I'm giving myself this for a year. It's as an awesome soon thing. as there's something that I want on, on that service, mm-hmm. I will subscribe to it. Yeah, and that's, that's a completely fair assumption. But mm-hmm. the point I was trying to get across is that all EA wants from you is $30. If they can stop giving games... The plastic dealership and the manual printers and the disc mounters and the game stops they want, the mailmen. They want you to pay thirty dollars, yeah. get the games, and then buy the DLC. It's true, but you. But it's true, but like the idea that like your share of the game, they base are basically telling you is thirty dollars. That's how much of your money reaches the publisher. No, that's that, interesting. That's reasonable to me. That's totally interesting. From a year of buying their games at sixty bucks a pop, they only get thirty dollars. Yeah. Have you ever seen the, the way those percentages Wait. break down? It's awful. No. Do you mm. think that you get the games, like new games, for free? Because no. you don't. You don't. You get them at a discount, like ten percent. But that's the thing. They have yeah. they they have the vault, right? You get certain games. Yeah, you They're get the, certain right. games for free. Madden. And right now, which Chris is going to play the shit <laughs> out of, <laughs> right now. Every EA game on Xbox One is available in the vault because there's not that many. So every game, so the, for the price of you know two hundred dollars worth of games, you could pay thirty dollars for a year, and who knows what else you might get? It's a fine deal. What's your take on PlayStation now, Chris? That the pricing is fucking absurd. All right, we're on the same page about something. It is so. It, it is infuriating. I like. Did you do this on purpose? Yes, like I did. just to see not the Sony. Because <laughs> what what is the pricing? It's like seven dollars for like. For like a day? It varies from game to game, but yeah, generally I think it's like $5 for three days or mm-hmm. something like that. and then, Or no, it's like $5 for four hours. Did you see this, Tyler? Oh, you guys got to upgrade to Did PlayStation now and this? later. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. PlayStation Mike and I. That's a candy nobody well, remembers. It's, like, it's a lot of dad jokes here today. Charging these bizarre rental fees for like really four, four or five dollars for, for four hours with the game. I think, I don't know if Kotaku did it on purpose, but they, they had used... Like F one two thousand ten as an example, mm-hmm. it's like seven forty nine to rent the game for three days. Yeah, and if and you, you want, can, you can if you want to buy it for ninety days, uh-huh. it's forty nine ninety nine. It's like that game has to be two dollars used at yeah. any store in the universe. Uh, Why would anybody do that? I can't make a face more upset. It's no. it's incredible. It's it's such a great <laughs> idea. A very it upset is. Face. It is. But I I. Here's what I would pay for. Hmm. I would either pay a Netflix style like fifteen dollar a month fee yeah. for access to all the stuff that they're streaming, yeah. or I would pay like a couple bucks a month if they gave me access to stuff, or like a couple dollars uh, per game fee mm-hmm. for access to stuff that I've already bought on PSN previously. That would that seems because that that's that would the, be fair. That's the killer. That like mm-hmm. a lot of these things, 
I own them on mm. PSN. I played them on my PS3. I oh. bought them years ago. And yet, if I want to play them on PS4, I have to pay again. Again, in an exorbitant a full, a rate. Ridiculous rental. Fee. As like, if it as doesn't if, even. As if we've been combing the vinyl in record stores mm-hmm. and found just the one you wanted, Michael. It's the first yeah. edition. That's that's what the price looks like. Sealed in box, like mm-hmm. motherfucker. This is a streaming rental. You can't do this. I, I don't. I just. I remember seeing it in beta, and that's what the prices were. Like, we're working things out. And clearly they weren't. It's a terrible price. Yeah, well, it sort of uh, smells of some executive coming in and saying, like, well, we need to raise the price just to, as an introductory thing to see if people will pay well, well, inflated one, rates. What I think it is... And then we can cut it. What I think it is does. as well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it is the opposite of a vote of confidence. Hmm. Somebody... Maybe intentionally trying to tank the project. It's the thing, though, what Michael said, though, mm. where it's like you can't raise prices; mm-hmm. you can only lower them. Yeah. So you start with mm-hmm. the thing that you go, no one will pay this, and you see how many people will. Yeah. And if not enough people will, you lower it, and you lower it, and you lower it. But you can't start low and then go, "Well, we undervalued our product. Everyone wants this." Yeah. Then you end up like Amazon, like, like "Oh shit, we we can't afford all these two day shipping fees. Here's an extra dollar if you take the slow and shipping option." I, I do think the Netflix model for PSN is. An awesome one, I just don't... I can't see it existing. And actually, the, the, the nasty PS4 news, they're like, EA Access, and like, we're not interested in that. And why? Mm-hmm. Because they make less money. They're a company that makes money off the license mm-hmm. sales of games and boxes, and of course they're not interested. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make them as much money, and it, it interests other, other people, and it's in the publisher's interest. I don't know, I thought that was, that was oddly telling when it came to shit like that. Hmm. They're not interested. Yeah, I like how they angled it, though. Yeah. It's like, this, this doesn't represent a good value for our customers. Yeah, which yeah. that doesn't hold water. It actually does. It now. very much yeah. does. Uh, and it doesn't represent a good value for you. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. I have a feeling, again, something, some, some storm is coming. I'm scared. I'm scared. Hmm. All right. So you're talking crash, video game crash. I think is it so. all over? Everything's going to be early no, no, access. No no, 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 no. But we will. But there'll be a there will be a rebuilding period of a year or two, and mm-hmm. it'll be really weird. We're going to lose a lot of companies. Maybe I think so. We'll we're, see. We're already, I think, I think we lost so. THQ. We're, it's already happening. They resurrect themselves in name only. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, the, really? the, the, one of the companies oh, that bought one of their IPs. Oh, that's another big piece of news. How can I what? forget? At speaking of companies that resurrected themselves in name only, Sierra is Sierra. back. Duh, yes. Do we, Motherfucking Sierra, what, do, dog. Do we know what they announced? Uh, their logo, I think. Yeah. I don't know if they actually King's announced Quest. any games. Is it looks King's like King's Quest. Quest. Yeah. It is. It is. They they confirmed today. There was a teaser. And oh, you're serious. Wait, no. what? King's Quest, yes. There's a King's God Quest thing it, coming I, back. Is it a reboot or is it King's Quest? Uh, I think it's a reboot. I don't. I'm not sure. I'm one of the two people in the universe who saw that snowy trailer, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. "Yes, Siberia, Siberia, it's gonna be with the sea, with the sea." 100. percent I know it's King's Quest. I don't know exactly in what form. I can find out real, real quickly. How long has it been since the last King's Quest game? Well, that was King's Quest Eight, probably in the mid '90s. Seriously, as far as being only a name, Uh, the creators of Sierra are on a boat right now and. Do not give a shit. I, the, <laughs> well, it was it was 3D. I think I was in college at the time, so I'm going to guess 98. Mm-hmm. I know that Sierra folded as a company before I got into this business, where I've almost been, I've almost been in it for a decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I emailed. Yeah. Uh, they got absorbed into Vivendi. Yes, and then they disappeared completely uh, after the merger with Activision. But that's interesting. I'm, I was trying to pinpoint the word for it, uh, but 
proper not it's an interesting branding because Sierra doesn't exist now any more than it ever did. They're just using the logo to sell this new game mm-hmm. of King, King's Quest, which is huge. Like yeah. remember remember that Columbia logo that popped up at the beginning of the Ghostbusters game, the old the nineteen seventies mm-hmm. one, filled you full of joy. Yep. Yeah, Sierra logo and a Sierra a game built on Sierra um, Sierra platform. If I can call it that, that's awesome. Yeah. I had my first uh, bout of disillusionment early mm. on, thanks to the Columbia logo. When? Like, I think I, I bought like sheet music for the the Ghostbusters theme song <laughs> when to, I when to I was play taking on what pia- instrument? piano. Okay, taking piano lessons, and I just remember looking down at the bottom and at the copyright information, mm-hmm. and it's like. The Columbia Pictures logo is copyright, uh, whatever year it was, the Coca-Cola Corporation. Yeah. That, like, what? Yeah, yeah. Coke owns the Ghostbusters? That's crazy. I was actually doing a lot of research on when the Japanese basically owned all American studios for a very brief second. Mm-hmm. It does, it, it, they still own, Sony still owns Columbia. Wow. But, yeah, the Japanese owned Universal for a little bit, like Back to the Future was an M- <laughs> the MCA company. I don't know. So tangent. The real story: Activision's Sierra label mm-hmm. has been resurrected to as a publishing label for "quote unquote" edgy independent projects. Oh, Ooh, it edgy. will re-release at least some old Sierra classics, beginning with an updated King's Quest updated. and a new Geometry Wars. That's weird. Published mm. by the Sierra label now, I guess. That's weird. It, but it's like without the original developers. Is that right? Oh yeah, um, I, it feels I like if anything, it either by why was that company called? Here's, here's Activision's senior director of external development explaining it. Bizarre. Sierra's goal is to find and work with gifted up and coming indie developers working on their own amazing projects or who are passionate about working on great Sierra IP. <sighs> <laughs> and if Michael had gone through with learning mm-hmm. Ray Parker Jr.'s uh, immortal theme on the piano. Yes. It might have sounded something like this. It's a fucking metronome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ah, there it is. You just see Michael Ray Charlesing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there he goes, looking up at the sky, mouth agape. <laughs> uh, one of the only songs I ever learned how to play on the piano was the Exorcist theme. Really? So, yeah. Nice. That's pretty morbid. You sound like a troubled child. I really loved the Exorcist movies as a child. The, the first one's great. She was troubled. She still is. I'm perpetually troubled. Really? <laughs> I love horror movies. Right. Michael, so you, you will care about this at this table. Will so I? the the as you said, the people working on the King's Quest uh, new version, whatever it is, are mm-hmm. the developers of the Misadventures of PB Winterbottom, the huh. Odd Gentleman. Uh, and that was a actually a pretty cool game, as I yeah, recall. Couldn't get into it. Their most recent game was not called Wayward Manor. Was it based on a Neil Gaiman story? It was not good. Huh, game never heard Gaiman. Of it. I really thought you said Neil Diamond story. Neil Diamond story. The Sweet Caroline. Mm-hmm. Is it Gaiman or Gaiman? I never knew. Uh, oh, I Gaiman. Said Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. You're okay. thinking. You're thinking of Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Gaiman. <laughs> ah, we meet again, Gaiman. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking juvenile. Uh, I am 34 years old. <sighs> we should probably move on from news and tear through our community segment for this week. Uh, of uh, beginning with last week's question of the week. What's the crappiest movie license game you played to death as a kid, only to realize it was terrible years later? 
I uh, never if I didn't say mine, mine was Ren and Stimpy uh, Vidiots. Ah, another THQ classic. I loved Ren and Stimpy. They had one game on Super Nintendo. It's fucking so so bad. Mm. But it was the difference of like I didn't own it. I just had to rent it every week. And like this weekend, I got past the second level because it's poorly designed and excruciating, <laughs> and it's not really possible. Like, yeah. so I wasn't here last week, mm. so it's not a movie game, but I played the fuck <laughs> out of Wishbone's Odyssey <laughs> <laughs> when I was about six years old. Wow! I played the ever living fuck out of that game. I have distinct memories of being a child and having to find a wine flask I and trying that. to escape from the Cyclops' cave. I get Wishbone. And there was this fucking puzzle at the end where you had to shoot arrows through axe heads or I something. I get Wishbone confused with Ghost Rider a lot, the other PBS series. Ghost, Ghost Rider? The Writer. W-R-I-T-E-R. No, Wishbone was the fucking talking dog. Yeah, yeah, but did he relive history? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so and this was, was, this was him, him he was living through the story of the Odyssey. He experienced history like in his imagination, yeah. mm. as he heard other people describe so, like, it. like Sherlock Holmes, he did Romeo and Juliet, and the Odyssey, they made it to a PC Sh- game. Sherlock Holmes isn't real. I Neither played, I guess it's shut up, <laughs> I played the fuck out of that game. So much. I played it's so real much to me. <laughs> so like, I was playing that alongside playing Mortal Kombat 2 in the arcade. <laughs> wow. You're my idol, Anne. Thanks. <laughs> Sherlock is real in my heart. He's yeah, my fictive headmate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. Uh, okay, Faison was the first to answer the question in, in the forum, so he gets read first. I played the hell out of Jurassic Park for the Sega Genesis when I was a kid, but you could play as the Raptor in it, that one. It did seem like the better game at the time. Yes, it did. We were all wrong. Yes. I was infatuated by the cutting edge for 1994 graphics, the bad platforming, the dull combat, and the ability to play as a picture of a raptor. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the uh, the tyrannosauruses that popped out of windows like those people who drop Molotov cocktails in a RoboCop game, oh, like nice, the appear yeah. from Shades. That's how all the tyrannosauruses appeared, like wow. just popped out of a hole. Of course. Why were the Tyrannosaurus Rexes in buildings? Exactly. They, were, they, they would just <laughs> pop out of a little hole in caves like they were introducing themselves in a Looney Tune cartoon starring T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> it was a simpler to catch a football. The waving smile. neighbor. <laughs> yes. That's me. It was a simpler time back then. Mm-hmm. I just thought the game was really tough when it played. When it just plays like ass. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lots of Welcome like to that. the Genesis. Yep. Oh, I'm sure Wishbone Odyssey is actually so great, so all y'all can fuck right sure off. Sure, stands the test of time. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's That's so the awesome. 180p video Michael spoke about earlier. <laughs> Who could get tired of a dog wearing, you know... A dog wearing hats is kind of a timeless thing. Right? Up until they... Dog wearing any clothes. When they develop true sentience and rise up against us, it won't be that funny, mm-hmm. but until then, every single moment, it'll be a rule. I bow to my canine overlord. <laughs> yes, <laughs> eventually. You're right, we were wrong. In your fedora, which they yep. forced you to wear. Uh-huh. Yes. But he looked like such a cute press member. (laughs) (laughs) Or misogynist. Bladed Falcon. (laughs) Bladed Falcon says Terminator 2 for the SNES. I was probably not even eight at the time and was impressed by the top-down motorcycle section, even though I was never able to get past the first one. I always figured that I was just simply bad at it, only to then later realize the game was just terribly designed. Mm -hmm. I'm sensing a pattern here. I thought I was bad, but it turns out the game was this, bad. This was mystifying at the time. These yeah. games were scored like normal games. Mm-hmm. Uh, six, it's passable. It is in no way passable now nope. at all. Nope. Ninja Turtles was awful. 
Stop it. It was. That was fun. Oh, the original? Yes. For NES? Yes. That's pretty bad. It's awful. Pretty bad. The good music, level though. is fucking soul-crushing. Pretty awful. TranquilBez22 says, Out of all the shitty movie license games I played when I was a kid in the early 2000s, feel old yet? The one that I played to death was Shrek 2. Jesus. The game Holy was, crap. The game was, was this person? Well, it says he was a kid in the early 2000s, Ugh. which was 14 years ago. The game was always played heavily by my friends and myself because of how big the movie was. Not even the slightly better Incredibles game could dethrone the animated awesomeness that was Shrek 2. I still look back fondly on that game, but now mainly for nostalgic times when things were simpler. The actual game itself doesn't hold up well as much as it used to. I will say Shrek 2 was not that bad. It was, it was kind of a gauntlet-style game. I mean, if you're going to do a Shrek game, it may as well do that. Yes, and it may as well be gauntlet. No, yeah. Said no one? Yeah. <laughs> I never saw Shrek 2. It was a, a four-player beat-em-up. It's probably the worst one. No, Shrek 2 is the many, worst one. I don't know how many there were. There's like 17? Games? Yeah, movies, yes. if you count Puss in Boots. Oh, yeah, probably. It's funny to me how things were always simpler 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They like, had to be. Like, t- I remember 2006 when I started and I was reviewing PS2 games and I looked back fondly. Things were simpler. No, they weren't. We were going through like one of the most tumultuous like <laughs> console changes ever, like dealing with the Wii launch and the unexpected. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shin says, my dad and I used to play some version of that cliffhanger game on one of our first computers. The game was terrible, but we loved it. It was the first thing we ever really bonded over. One day, I tried to play it by myself and deleted it. (laughs) (laughs) Being technologically incompetent in that moment is probably what led me to pursue computer science. (laughs) Knowledge is power. That's awesome. that's, That's such a, like, a... I don't know. I mean, impotent feeling way of expressing rage. Delete! <laughs> I love like, people's origin stories. Like like, this is why I'm on. pursuing the path I, I'm pursuing. I hope he gets to tell that to Sly Stallone someday. Hmm. It's nice to inspire people. That's <laughs> 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 my Sylvester Stallone impression. <laughs> <laughs> Just a low, monotone growl. Uh, Rain. Says, mine would be Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the mm. movie for the Sega Genesis. Not only is it the first game I have ever beat from beginning to end, it was one I was constantly renting from my local video store when I was eight. Lo and behold, a few weeks ago when I actually found a copy, I sat down with one of my friends and found out how much of a lazy, repetitive, and straight-up generic brawler it actually was. Mm-hmm. Here I was thinking that beating this as an eight-year-old was actually a high achievement. I forgot what he said. Yeah, Mighty Morphin Power oh. Rangers the movie. Why am I holding this Game Boy? I don't know. Does anybody um, else want to read one? So says Flailing Kermit. Yay! Uh, where do I begin with this question? Crappy movie games were, ex- uh, were exclusively all I played as a kid. Name any popular movie that came out in the early to mid-2000s. You bet your ass I had the movie's game. Even if I didn't like the movie. Occasionally there'd be a Spider-Man 2, which is lovely, mm-hmm. uh, that would stand out among um, among them as being good. But for the most part, my PS2 collection was filled with the worst that gaming had to offer. And Just I had- 100 copies of Charlie's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I had a lot to pick from this question. After seeing Chris's stream of Fantastic Four last week, I realized uh, that this is undoubtedly the worst that I had. Ugly animation, boring combat, 
And just like every other dumb superhero movie, the enemies are almost exclusively robots. And, and based off of a shitty movie yep. and a shitty comic book series, because Whoa. fuck the Fantastic wow. Four. That I can't allow. That I can't allow. Fantastic, fuck the Fantastic Four is amazing. Four. No, why? Where's this coming from? I what hate if, them. What if they're like, listening and they'll they'll, they'll be really hurt? What? Yeah. Why do you hate Cyclops? He's so boring. What about now? Now he's just a dick. No. Now he's just Wolverine. What, no, he's what about Magneto? What about Leonardo You're the right, Ninja Turtle? Right now he's just Magneto. He's an extra crazy extremist. What? What about Leonardo the Ninja Turtle? What are we talking about? She seems he to be hung least, up on boring. He was my uh, least favorite. Characters. Okay. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, he doesn't. He doesn't. Act. How about if he's being voiced by Johnny Knoxville in a new movie starting Tiny Hulk's backpacking through mm-hmm. Europe? Tiny Hulk's backpack. That's that, I would like. I would go see a movie fuck? with that title. That's what the new Ninja Turtles movie is. Be Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. Yeah, my brother. My brother went and saw it and said it's just about Megan Fox, and that's all it is. Yep. And I'm like, you're 14, you should like that. He's like, no, it was horrible. No, I can see women who look just like that all over the internet. It's mm-hmm. very easy to do. And it's they're weird. naked. Exactly. And receiving. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> is she I, giving? I don't. I guess women can give. Yo, that girl last night. She gave me butt. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she did is, you in the butt. This is, this is, this is, this is this, yeah. This is the, we're taking the power back because when you're talking uh-huh. with your lady friends, like yo, I took, met this guy, I engulfed his ass so <laughs> fucking hard. Just we're changing, we're playing with playing with words. Excuse uh-huh. me. Back to question of the week. Asterisk <laughs> says uh, I cannot pronounce your name. Asterisk. Uh, this is a uh, this is a little off from what you asked, but close enough for me. It was a bug's life. I tried hmm. the PlayStation demo and liked it. My birthday came around, and I decided to buy the N sixty four version. You with, poor fool. With <laughs> with what little money I received, and I have to imagine that was back in the day when most N sixty four versions of games were more expensive. Uh, carts and all. Um, yeah. The game felt mediocre at best, but I bought it with my money, and I'd be uh, I'd be dead before I admit I had made a poor purchase decision. Mm. I rode that fucker into its grave and beat that game. Nice. In retrospect, the game meant a lot to me. It taught me that demos mean shit, movie licenses mean little, and platform means everything. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Keeper thirteen says uh, I second Phazon's post. The game uh, that game was absolute bullshit. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> Uh, fucking Jurassic Park. Uh, as for the unique game to me, I guess that would be Star Wars Episode One for the PlayStation. It's the it's the Star Wars game that asks, "Are you bored yet?" No. <laughs> Go get me some power converters. I will break you. Uh, <laughs> I guess the I guess the ability to shoot down Darth Maul with a rocket launcher as Obi Wan sort of made up for the game's lack of excitement. Wow, I need to see that. Um, to Tyler, do you get to say assimilate this? Oh, that's first contact. Put the ass and assimilate. Mm. Now that's so delicious. Oh, that girl gave me ass. Gross. I, suck. <laughs> no, I like that. Uh, yeah, gave me butt. <laughs> gave me butt. <laughs> gave me butt. Gave me great butt. That would be better. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I was feeling fine this morning, but she gave me butt, and now I'm just. I think I'm gonna call in sick tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> But now I'm too nauseous to drive. She gave me butt's disease. I got a bad case of butt. Butt pregnancy. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Griff says, Oh Lord, I played 007 Nightfire so much. Wow. Six bots versus me, my younger sister, and two of the neighborhood kids. We were unstoppable. Like seriously, if you need someone who knew this game inside out, well, you would have other problems at this point, but I would be your guy. (laughs) <laughs> Do you need someone to run on the cables of... What does that say? Skyrail. 
I can do that, but I would question why you don't grapple across the kilometer-long map. Yeah, grapple a kilometer, it's broken. I <laughs> played that shit. Uh, yeah, I, I do remember... Ugh, grappling a I kilometer. Uh, We're like James Bond nightmare, right? High five, yeah. everybody. High five. I am the current king of dad jokes. Sinosaur <laughs> says... It's pretty sad that I was probably in high school when I picked up the X-Men Mutant Academy fighting game. Mm, I don't even remember that. Um, I don't know why it would be sad that you were in high school, but advertising its movie costumes and cast proudly on the cover. I played the game to death, despite the fact that nobody ever played it against me. I guess that's why we've never ever heard of it. Mm. Uh, when I put it in years later to try it out, it became obvious that it didn't live up to any other fighting, or to other fighting games of the day. Although, given that it was made by the same developer as Thrill Kill, I supposed it turned out to be better than expected. Hmm. I suppose so. KG Fan says, Top Gun Combat Zones for the GameCube. Wow. I didn't see and still have not seen the movie to this day. What's wrong with you? Wait, what? Yeah, I've seen Top Gun. Uh, but I remember trying to play through the game and had a bit of fun with it. But the game, looking back at it, was just plain garbage solely based on the fact that you have to take out buildings and they took forever to destroy even with missiles seeing that the game was developed by Titus who also created the much quote beloved Superman 64 game it definitely explains why the game is a massive turd in fact I'm sure this game this was the game they put that put the final nail in the coffin for that quote game company which is surprising considering how much of a failure that soups game was. JJB Sterling says, Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius on the PS2. Ugh. I remember it being insanely difficult once I got to a certain level in the game, but I'll chalk it up to either it being a horrible game or my own stupidity. For some reason, I replayed the first level over and over dozens of times, probably because I didn't have room on my memory card or something similar, similarly ridiculous. Batman Boy 11 says... There's so many to choose from, but the worst were probably three Batman tie-ins. Batman Forever, SNES. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Batman and Robin, PS1. Mm-hmm. Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker, Nintendo 64. Uh, Batman Forever was a literal ripoff of Mortal Kombat that was purely button mashing for two hours. Batman and Robin was a mock open world game that gave absolutely no direction for objectives or explained anything with horrible controls. And Return of the Joker was literally a 50-minute 2.5 game that could be run through by barely doing anything. And yet, I played all three because of being a huge Batman fan and because I was too young to know better. <laughs> you say literally a lot. It makes me think we should, like, marathon uh, streaming terrible Batman games. Like, you, you've streamed a, a pretty decent one with Batman mm-hmm. Begins. we got to guess the game commercial up with Batman Forever, mm-hmm. though. Pretty disgusting. Yeah? <laughs> Pretty disgusting. I, somebody somebody had nicely praised the video I put together of, why would you make a terrible game look fun mm. and good? And all I did was use an 8-bit version of Kiss from a Rose. You got it. I heard you guys talking about uh, <laughs> Batman Begins on Cape Crisis, yeah. and I, I... I felt a little bit vindicated because I was one of the only people who actually liked that game when it came it, out. There's so many things that like Arkham seemed to directly yes. take from it's, it's like it's very much like a rough prototype yeah. of Arkham. Yeah, it, 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 I, I gave 
not that Arkham doesn't deserve credit, but like mm. there are all these things in place that like Arkham did not pioneer, right? At all, not even with the character. It happened already. I just I didn't even I didn't know that at all. Hmm. Batman Begins. I'm sure. Yeah. It, I, I bet it sold like shit. Yeah, probably. It's an okay game. It's a to- it's totally okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why like the the camera controls are inverted, and I couldn't change that. Mm, that's unfortunate. It was re- yeah, it was really hard to play, but fun, decent. Yeah. Uh, reasonable fanboy didn't have an answer, but he said, "Hey, look, an episode about the year I was born. Feel old, you farts. <laughs> what was the episode about? Uh, 1994 know. games. The oh. year games from nine- based on movies from 1994. The year you turn into a zygote, Anne. I don't know. How old are you again? I would have been four at the time. That's disgusting. (laughs) (sighs) I was two years away from graduating high school. (laughs) (laughs) All right, new question of the week. Uh, We're going to deviate again from the the usual Vigigame-related script. But, you know, I kind of want to pay a little bit more of a tribute to Robin Williams. Mm -hmm. So what is your favorite Robin Williams movie? Um, I guess... For me, oddly enough, the, the first thing that springs to mind is Father's Day, which was Ugh. a kind of mediocre comedy with him oh. and Billy Crystal. And a Mel Gibson cameo. But my, my dad and I watched that together, and oh. we sort of bonded over sorry it. Sorry I reacted that way. Yeah. Yeah. You you stomped on something precious I know, to me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sure sorry. it's a, not a great movie, but... Um, it, it's, it's, it's one of the... One of the ex- I wrote a lot on the subject, but sort of like that Robin Williams didn't get a lot of the right roles, and that's one of them, where like he wasn't the manic... Like, he was... Not the funny guy in that movie. He was mm-hmm. the weirdo. Yeah. And he, yeah, he was like the irresponsible... Yeah. Uh, Doddering, like, just is super mm-hmm. weird. Like, not Robin Williams at all. I don't know. I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> and I like Billy Crystal yeah. a lot. I, I also like the stand-up special where he did a lot of coke. And was really <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that one. Uh, I did write in that I do love that my parents were, like, at a fucking truck stop, and they bought... A Night at the Met, a 1986 mm-hmm. al- 86 album from Robin Williams. It's like 1992, and I'm like, I'm not getting any of the Gaddafi references. I mm. I don't fucking know. I'm I'm a preteen, and then I heard him say the word "come," and at that point, I'd never uttered the word aloud or discussed it with anybody. I'd only read it in penthouse forums. He's the first <laughs> human being I ever heard pronounce the word "come," which I'm like, mm-hmm. this could go a couple How of ways. How old were you? Um, like uh, pre come. Definitely okay. pre-cum. You were reading penthouse forums. Okay. Uh, yeah, dude, you find a fucking porn mag in the woods. That is oh, not okay. a myth. Like, oh, that's fucking goddamn it! A bunch of frat boys fan fiction. That penthouse forums the hottest thing ever. Can't believe I almost masturbated to it. Thank God <laughs> I didn't know how. Uh, but that, my parents put it in, and it was just like awesome. Like, holy shit, no! And I stole it, and that inadvertently became my introduction to stand-up comedy. I still have the album memorized. Nice. I, I, we, uh, like last week, I would have made more fun of Robin Williams than anybody else in the universe. But then, like, tying all this shit yeah. in, like, I love the movie Popeye. And the one movie I'm recommending, because no one's going to recommend it, it's not even available on most uh, anywhere Cadillac mm-hmm. Man. Cadillac, Cadillac Man, Man is a great fucking I've movie. I've seen that one mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Have you? It's I, so mentioned, good. Mentioned, but not, I have never it's, heard of it. I, one, Pop, Popeye is a great impression of Popeye, and it's not easy to do an impression of Popeye. Okay, it is not. I've tried. It's very hard. It's hard. I can't do it. I've tried a lot. Uh, it, it's, it is a more subdued performance than a Robin Williams for an hour in a great film, a great musical. There's songs. He is what he is. <laughs> I am what yeah. I am, and that's all that I am. 
Yeah, uh, I love I love that when I was a little kid. Me too. That's, I, ha- that's... I had the the record album from the movie. Do you really? Yes. I love. I, can I go out on a Popeye song, please? He needs me. He needs we, me. we can go out on our theme song. Sweet, oh, sweet, sweet Haven. We can sing. We can sing it to the end if you like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. um, Actually, I want to revise mine to a Mark and Mindy episode mm. where he shrinks down to the size of a molecule and discovers an alternate universe where oh. his his friend Exidor is like a crazy dictator named Exidam. And uh, Mandy, not Mindy, mm-hmm. is uh, leading the resistance, and she dies at the end, and then he grows out of the universe and returns back to the real uh, world. Pam Dauber's so hot. So sad. Uh, <laughs> Such love a Mark sad episode. Goddamn. Well, yeah, I did write that article, if you care to read about Robin Williams. There are a lot of nice responses on that. And I was inspired to do that by looking at social media. I think specifically via like Craig Candico and Asher. they wrote these really mm. nice personal things that didn't have much to do with Robin Williams, but where they were at the time and what they relate his work to. And that, and since we've all come in contact with it, whether we love it or not, yeah. we've Mrs. all seen Doubtfire. it. Doubtfire. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire, stuff like that. And, like, and like I don't know, Asia wrote something beautiful and kind of inspired me to do that. So just wanted to give him some credit for that. Because that, that's the only reason I did it, and people are being very nice about it right now. I really liked Mrs. Doubtfire, but, but I just, think it's because it was just on cable on so much it's, that I saw it like a hundred And I think that's why I don't times. like it. It's perfectly entertaining. I just don't it's ever fine. want to see it again. Um, Goodwill Hunting is a good film, whatever you're going to totally. say about it. Yes. It's a totally good film. Mm-hmm. Uh, How do you like them apples, Tyler? <laughs> uh, How do you? Good Morning Vietnam is not one I've seen in a long time. Oh, no, man, not, that's a great it's not, <laughs> it's, not <laughs> it's not your fault. 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 Um, I'm just listing all those movies. Isn't I can't do that. Deadpool ben Affleck Society. is talking to Matt Damon. He's going, if I see you here again, I kind of want to kill you. <laughs> I hate your guts. But if actually what he says to ben him Affleck in real life now. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not... If you're, if you're, not of, of the faint of hearts, world's greatest dad. It is so fucking good. All don't right. read anything about it's like it. It's the 18th time you've mentioned it. Well, so like, yeah, gotta watch but now, it now you keep saying, so good. don't watch it yeah, now. Watch it's it, but don't watch really it now. But watch it. And it's not for the faint of hearts. So it's, like dar- it's, like, it's like it. the darkest comedy I've ever seen. Mm. Uh, uh, I've seen some really dark comedy. I'm not challenging you, Angela. I'm Darker just saying, like, dark backward? Like, a dark comedy involving someone who just committed suicide might be rough on people. It feels weird mm. to recommend. Mm. Um, okay. Well, yeah, all those things I listed are good. Uh, Jumanji. I'm going with Jumanji. No one's going to say Aladdin. Uh, I wanted somebody to say Aladdin. You I'm not Aladdin. You no said Aladdin. Aladdin earlier. I was expecting I said Al Aladdin. Had to. The, uh, Al <laughs> I'm not really going, for the record, I'm not really going with Jumanji. Oh, uh, just don't say mine. What dreams may come? I kind of assumed Dan would, you would say Jumanji, or no. not Jumanji. I assumed you would say Aladdin, but. No. Okay. Did you say yours, Dan? Go. I didn't yours. say mine. It's yours. The Birdcage. Fuck! Oh so God, good. yes! So goddamn good. I fucking good. love that movie. So goddamn good. God and I haven't it. seen it in probably Ugh. five years. I didn't scream into the mic, which tells you I haven't seen it. <laughs> we should Sorry, watch it because so it's really, good. really good. It's so good. And, it's and an like, excellent fucking movie. And he carries the film while most other people give broader comedic performances around him. Yes. And including fuck, Gene Hackman is funny as a Republican in the movie. I fucking yes. love Gene Hackman. Hank Azaria, god damn, mm. that movie's that great. That movie's good. so good. Fucking excellent point. Yeah, I remember like yes. watching Nathan that Lane. and then going and watching the French version and its sequels. La like the, the original, yeah, La, La Cage à Faux. And uh, they're sort of indistinguishable in my mind. Mm. But yes, Birdcage was a fantastic Bird movie. Birdcage is I wish they'd done the sequels. Excellent, excellent movie. Mm-hmm. Missy Robin. 
Uh, and of course, Good Morning Vietnam is amazing. But, right. but the birdcage. So what's your favorite Robin Williams movie or episode or stand-up special? Let us know uh, by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums, posting in Lasertime show discussion. First person to post an answer with the question gets read first on next week's show. Mm-hmm. Or you can post under the article for uh, Video Game Apocalypse episode 76 Ooh. at videogameapocalypse.com. Or I would qualify since we listed the majority of his greatest films. Mm-hmm. Uh, to just say how Robin Williams made you happy and enriched your life, yeah. I think, to remember him. That's really complicated, but okay. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, it, if you don't necessarily just have a specific Just say nice film, fucking things about the guy. So. Tell a story, about, tell a story about how the whatever. guy helped you. I don't know. I mean... My, Do my, it for a fellow gamer, man. My yeah. reflection on he the was whole, one of us. My reflection on the whole thing is that nobody, nobody, nobody worked harder to make you happy than Robin Williams. That's true. And, and eventually he ran out of energy mm-hmm. and in the fucking most tragic way possible. But he, nobody ever worked harder for you. And these, these stories I do see are very weird involving people's relations with these movies. So I, I, I lo- be as specific as you want, man. It make me, makes me really happy to see stuff like that. It's nice to see that an entertainer and can, you can uh, say Patch Adams and we won't even make fun of you yeah, in the next we episode well Chris will yeah Chris but, but I, you know what but what that comes from is I'm introduced to the concept of comedy Robin Williams was the first person I saw that was allowed to curse it was crazy to me and so to see him and then he, would, and then he did a bunch of awesome movies and then he wasn't in awesome movies, and I was disappointed. In him. And whenever he's not in an awesome movie or something I think is not worth his time, I would I think I just would get upset. Uh, because I had loved him more than I thought. Yeah. Who knows? Somebody accused me of crying while I wrote the article. Aww. It's not true, but I wrote it so I wouldn't. Aww. Aww. Not true. What a pussy. I am. <laughs> I am a total fag baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. People who cry are bitches. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that's our show. We'll do a quick round of plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And good hustle on you guys who are applying for our Zelda Mark contest. Ooh. Once again, if you missed it last week, we're giving away like nine gold plated, really nice aluminum They're Zelda here bookmarks. No, I took one of the few so pieces of out. jamming Chachki ch- 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 mm-hmm. that's unbreakable. Kind of. I you, oh, I, I could break. I wouldn't Stop test it, that. Man. I, I, test I have it. like seven in my desk drawer at work. I could test one and break it. Okay, humble brag. Don't care for that. First of all, and if, with your bare hands, I. I think I could. In the name of Kevin McAllister, I don't think so. There's still time to enter. All you have to do is follow at VG Apocalypse on Twitter and tell us what your favorite Zelda game is with hashtag ZeldaMark. Do it before 12:01 a.m. Pacific time. On August 18th, 2014, and you'll be eligible to win one of nine bookmarks. There's a lot of competition, so if you're not in, get in, and you might have a pretty good chance. Sweet. Uh, Laser Time Fuck Faces. Yes, there's a new episode up this week. No. Uh, totally. What? With special guest uh, Tim Turi, who you may know from <gasps> Game Informer. He's a great dude. Love having him on. And he sort of inspired a freewheeling episode, which got a little silly, but topics discussed uh, are ALF, of course. Man, Sailor Moon. Tim is Tim is uh, for some reason exploring pre-polygon FPSs, oh, and hmm. I thought that was such an interesting thing to go through. Henry is uh, digging really deep into Japanese wrestling, and Brett is watching a shitload of Sailor Moon, and it's just a very weird episode. 
thoroughly recommend it. Also this week, I am streaming my backlog. I am letting people decide what game I stream um, every day. You might have co-op, play with me. I don't care. Let's do this. Hmm. You can vote, 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 and we can play, play, play. And we'll archive every one of those on YouTube. So look, look for those videos on youtube.com slash laser time network. Too drunk to say that. Cool. Tyler underscore wild on Twitter. Uh, YouTube.com slash PC Gamer. You can go there and watch mm-hmm. our new show that we're working on. Go to PCGamer.com. See news about PC games and go. Yeah. Go there. YouTube is my beat, man. Oh, man. Come on. We're all over it. <laughs> Uh, I'm at BDR and Lewis on Twitter, and I write for the UB blog because I work for Ubisoft, and so I talk about a lot of Ubisoft stuff. Right now, it's Gamescom, so we're really focusing a lot on Far Cry 4, Assassin's Creed Unity, uh, and Assassin's Creed Rogue, which by the time this goes up, there will be some previews out. Oh, and excited. some familiar characters will be making a return what? in Assassin's what? Creed Rogue. So that's pretty neat. The, the first the first game to win... Also, the, Toy Soldiers. Oh. New, new Toy Soldiers. We announced that. The first, the first game to win the backlog uh, poll was Far Cry... Far Cry 3, bitches! Out of ten games, including yeah. new things and, cla- and like... Like gen- like billion sellers, that one. Far Cry Three is the shit. Uh, yeah. Blood Dragon and it, it more Blood Dragon, please. That's all I'm saying. Send us somebody a message. I don't know who to talk to about that. It's but Far Cry Four is dope. Michael Bean. Michael Bean. All right. Follow me on Twitter at Wikiparas. Angels have wings because they take themselves lightly. That's our show. Thanks for listening. See you next week. I can't go back anymore, Tink. But now I know that life is the biggest adventure of all. <laughs>